Welcome, everybody, to an all-new episode of Figure It Out, the show where we we blend whatever topic we want with our love for collectibles and figures. This week, we'll be breaking down sci-fi. We told you guys this was coming. It is. Um, and I did make the promise last week. I tried to get my dad on tonight. Uh, <laughs> he, said, he said maybe the next one he'll... He'll join. Um, so we'll we'll leave the sci-fi fantasy in hopes that he joins that one. Crawl. Um, <laughs> I mean, I won't say I did everything possible to avoid for him to be on this show, but <laughs> you're, 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 I'm lying. You're a bad kid. <laughs> the worst. Uh, but no, uh, as you guys see, we have a packed panel tonight. Starting off with Pete. What's going on, Pete? What's up, everybody? Yo, I have to say this is. Probably one of the most difficult categories you ever put forth because I'm sitting there trying to make my list and there's just genres crossing over every which way. Sci-fi fantasy, sci-fi horror. I'm like, I'm annoyed already. I'm pretty annoyed. I had the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) To me, what makes it more frustrating than horror is we said this when we did our horror show. Mm -hmm. Suspense is its own thing. Thriller is its own thing, but we can kind of group it, right? Yeah. There are elements of sci-fi that you look at and you're like, well, this is totally sci-fi. And then you click on it and it's like, nope, I'm action adventure. It's like, yeah. how? <laughs> like, where, where did you go wrong? So sci-fi is oof, not even. I'll, I'll try to elaborate a little bit more when we start getting into like the top fives, but I had to pick a good shirt for this one. It's a science you've been warned. <laughs> nice. I love it. I love it. Uh, next up, JD, what's going on? What's up, Streamland? How we doing out here today? Welcome, bienvenue, uh, 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 good dog, all that other stuff. <laughs> you know, trying to make it open space. <laughs> Buongiorno, bonjour. Buongiorno, there we go, baby. We Stay are reaching here. everybody. Look at this. We are reaching everybody. Um, knowing our luck, we'll get comments that are all in different languages we don't speak. (laughs) Thumbs up. It forces us to learn or at least use Google Translate. I mean, (laughs) well, I tell you what, I've been watching um, the show Queen of South, and I tell you, I've been really trying to learn all my Spanish from that show. (laughs) Wait, can I say really quick? So, like. You know, a few a uh, few weeks ago, I got to interview um, these two cast members to the show "Who Killed Sarah," and "Who Killed Sarah" is like entirely in Spanish. But I don't speak Spanish. I we spoke English, and it was fine. But I wanted to like promote it on Twitter and reach like you know obviously a different audience. So I called my best friend Cindy, is half Dominican, half Cuban, and I was like. Can you help me like concoct a tweet in Spanish? And she's like, Yeah, I speak Spanish fluently, but I can't spell it. So I'll ask another <laughs> friend. So like we had like three or four different people like checking because I'm like, I don't want to go on Google Translate. It's gonna like completely fuck it up or something. It's like I have no matter listen, no matter make- what it's messed up. If you watch <laughs> Narcos on Netflix, right? And I'm yeah, I love that show. It, and I'm like, yeah, the, what he said in Spanish is not what's being translated. In the that's, what she t- that's what she told me when we, like, she went and watched Who Killed Sarah? And she's like, yeah, great show. She's like, but some of that translation isn't yeah. correct. So yeah. it's like, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm watching the last season of Attack on Titan, right? Mm-hmm. And 
it's only subtitles, not dub. And I'm right. like, right. I know that's not really what they meant to say. Not at all. <laughs> not, I mean, not, not at all. And it's crazy because I remember everyone told me in high school, like <clears throat> when we had to pick a language, they're like, Juwan, learn Spanish. Like it's going to yeah. be very crucial. You learn Spanish. And I was just like, no, China's going to take over the U.S. very soon. <laughs> I'm like, I'm learning Mandarin. So when I tell you I'm fluent only in Mandarin, <laughs> so one day, one day. They you do, are I, you really, though? Because I am like, extremely fluent in Mandarin. Are you serious? That's awesome. Are you, are you fucking I'm, with us? I, no, I legit was like one of like four people that took that class. But that's, oh, like like that that's a language that most people who aren't, say, you know, from those specific areas in China know. Like, that's amazing. I'm it, impressed. It, it, it honestly was the only one. It was French, it was Mandarin, and it was Spanish. And I was just like, French, no. <laughs> and then I was just like, Spanish. he's taking French. I, I swear to you, I said to myself, I said, Spanish, I think Dora got me with the basics. I think I can basic, I, I think I can use my basics to get around. Um, but Mandarin, I'm going to need that. And then it was just like, Nope, I have not been able to ever use that ever uh, since high school. Well, <laughs> when like, I was in high school, they were like, you should learn Spanish. And I was like, yeah, but I'm Italian-American. I should learn Italian. But no one here speaks Italian. So I like completely lost it. I knew it for like a week when we went to Italy. And when I came back, it's like, who speaks Italian? No one. And I'm like, and now I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what. The most stressful thing is to learn a language and then never have to use it for like a long period of time. Right. Um, yeah. The worst possible feeling. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so whoever responds to this episode on YouTube in different languages. We all over, of us, yeah, all of over the place. What I miss. <laughs> one of us has you covered. Um, next up, Joel. What's going on, Joel? What is good? All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have Cla much classic to Joel. <laughs> I don't know what you want no. from me, honestly. No, it, I don't have a feel. Not, it's not that. It's that when you, it's because of Zoom. When you do it like that, I never want to jump in and keep going because I'm like, oh, maybe something like distorted and like he's trying to finish. And then it's like, nope, Joel's just always done. Like, it's just <laughs> going on. I'm done. I'm not here this bullshit. <laughs> do you win? There you go. He's a man of few words, but they are important words. Very important. That's why I'm like, when Joel speaks, it is important for sure. Um, oh, no, your, your green screen's green falling. Screen, so. um, I, there. I to, <laughs> this is a let very, let anyway. that shit drop. Let it Take drop, it baby. Let it drop. Anyway, no, I'm going to put this back up. But anyway, welcoming back to figure it out. Tia, what's going on, Tia? Hello, everyone. This is hilarious, John. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to piggyback on what Pete said where it was a little difficult for me to come up with like sci-fi things because I'm picking sci-fi I'm like that's a no that's horror that's a no that's not because like I was going to pick say 28 days later because I'm like that's kind of sci-fi but then I'm like no it's a no, zombie horror. movie so doesn't that make it horror and I'm like I'm just hopefully my, my list is okay <laughs> right yeah. I'm sure it is. I always say best thing to do is when you Google the movies, right in the um, right in the description, it tells you what it uh, what it is. Um, Sometimes I feel like it doesn't describe it properly. I forget which movie I looked at. As you said, it said uh, action thriller, and I'm like, 
I don't know. I feel like that's a little sci-fi. Um, so I don't know. I'm completely with you. I, it's it's one of those that you kind of have to interpret. Like it depends on yeah. whatever you're using it for. It fits, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like if someone goes, <clears throat> this was a horror movie. It's like no, it's not. It's definitely just sci-fi. But I mean, if I wanted to use Prometheus in a horror conversation, there's some elements there. Uh, I feel like Prometheus, Prometheus kind of has as a flick. Say what did you say? Hold on, say it again, JD. Prometheus is dog shit as a flick. I love Prometheus. It's be sci-fi or horror. I <laughs> loved Prometheus. Oh, I thought Michael Fassbender was great. Oh, that was another thing. I had a bone to pick with JD while I was listening to the horror <laughs> spectacular part two, and when he and when he said that he liked when he liked the redo of Nightmare on Elm Street, and I almost clipped off. I was almost, I was driving. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm here in sight. I'm here. Fired up. <laughs> I am a contrarian. Um, it's okay, Tia, because I get my revenge on JD for that when I when I do talk Prometheus in this episode. So <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, I, hope you, I hope your dad will team up with me against you. <laughs> no, my dad, my dad, my dad actually did like Prometheus. That I can definitely really did enjoy Prometheus. Yeah. <sighs> well, I, I'll Michael say that, was great in it. He doesn't support my. My theory of Prometheus is a better version of what came before it, but he does agree that it's a good movie. Okay. It was certainly better than what came after it. That's for sure. Prometheus too? I don't know. I mean, I tell no, you, no, um, Covenant. Covenant, yeah, Covenant. Yeah, Covenant. So bad. Covenant. You know what? It's funny because you know how everyone says they didn't like Force Awakens because it was just rehashing what the originals did in Star Wars. Covenant so, was it was legit trying to recreate Ripley, and it was just like, all right, come on, guys, like this is yeah. obvious, like come on, come on now. Um, but right, <clears throat> let's kick this off. Top five best sci-fi movies. I will kick this off, so I'm not throwing anyone to the wolves early on. I'll kick this off, you know, so I can get yelled at early. So I, 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 I <laughs> um, for my list, I start off with Cloverfield. Loved it. Loved every, every, every ounce of Cloverfield. How it was filmed. The idea that you never see the monster. You don't know what everyone's really running from. You just know that it's scary. Um, Matt Reeves did a phenomenal job um, with Cloverfield. And I remember I saw the trailer for it. And I was just like, nope, I won't be seeing that shit. <laughs> and my dad's like, I saw it. It's, it's not scary. It's good. And I remember going, all right, man, let's try it. And I remember just sitting there just like, this is really freaking good. You know, I had my eyes closed for half of it, but it's really freaking good. Um, so to me, Cloverfield definitely deserves to be on that list. Next- uh, fun fact about that, by the way, Juwan. Yeah. Um, apparently, none of the cast members, like, got the actual script of what, like, they didn't know the movie that they were filming or anything like nice. that. It was a complete That's mystery. Fun. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's- yeah. Matt Reeves did a great job with that. Uh, Let Me In definitely was the first time that I was just like, I don't know who this Matt Reeves guy is, but I like what he does. Is that the vampire? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was Chloe Grace Moretz's first big, big, big movie before uh, Kick-Ass. Really? The original, too. Say it again? Check out the original, too. I think it's a uh, Swedish. Swedish, Yeah, Swedish. Okay. Yep. Put that on my notes now. Um, next up, I am going Edge of Tomorrow, the movie that should have been better, 
if they had even an ounce of a marketing department. <laughs> oh, is that the movie that has like two titles to it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And the crazy thing about Edge of Tomorrow is the trailer does not give you a clear idea on what that movie is actually about. So the trailer kind of makes you think it's an action. Um, uh, what's that movie with Bill Murray? Um, Groundhog. Groundhog Day. Right. It makes you think right. it's an action Groundhog Day. So it's kind of like, well, we've kind of seen stuff like this before. You know, a lot of people are like, I'm not really interested. But if you actually sit through that movie, it's not that. It's not entirely that, really. Uh, there's a lot more layers to that movie. So that's why when it came out on DVD, everyone was just like, oh, shit, I should have saw that in theaters. Um, so I enjoyed before, that movie. That was a good flick. I, yeah. I definitely did. I don't know how they're how they do a sequel to that, but I am very interested to see uh, where they can go with this this movie. Um, next up, I have Looper. Ah. Looper was <laughs> so well done. Ryan Johnson. That's why when he got all that shit for Star Wars, I was just like, but he is a good director. <laughs> like maybe he doesn't need to be in Star Wars, but directing, he's really good at that thing. Um, that movie had so many feels and Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis were just, they were on, on their A game in yeah. that movie. And, um, I, I, I always love how they can distort someone's face to where you kind of know it's them, but it doesn't really look like them. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt, they, they did an amazing job with his, uh, his, his facial visuals. That was prosthetics, right? They didn't CG yeah. him. Like, they oh, that prosthetics? I think so. Yeah, I think okay. I remember seeing something like that. That uh, they just made up like his schnoz to look like Bruce Willis. It was pretty cool. Yeah, no, they they did a really, really, really good job with that. And you know, I don't want to go too much into the movie, spoil it for anyone. But really, really, really good movie. If you have not seen it, please go check it out. Uh, I also have Planet of the Apes, and the version that I'm speaking of is the one with James Franco, uh, the the first right. of that trilogy. Um, oh. Uh, where do I, where's my shuttle? <laughs> <laughs> we are not going to disrespect that Planet of the Apes movie. Are that, you that kidding? Beautiful. I, I, I think that people expect you to put the first one, yeah. like, you know, the original. No. I would have like rather you said the Marky Hell Mark no. Planet of the Apes than the. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I know my aunt loves it. I know people do love it. I, I'm sorry. I tell you guys all the time, I'm very much an in time person. So it's like to know that they yelled cut and then one of the monkeys just did this and then went, whew, can I get a coffee? I hate it. <laughs> I like the idea of knowing that they look like actual monkeys or apes rather. Um, that means everything to me. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm sorry, the feels of that movie where Caesar first talks, uh, it's just everything about that movie is just so freaking well done. And a lot right. of people forget this. Matt Reeves did not direct that first one. Um, no. He directed the last two. And mm -hmm. I do I do favor the first over the last two. Um, but that's just because I think they're all high up there. So it's like, you know, you can go either way. Between um, and I, this and Kong, you got like a real simian thing going here, man. Yeah. No, Because you know what it is? You know what it is? It's the way... And it's crazy because I don't like any of the Kong films outside of this this New Age one. Um, I don't like any of the Planet of the Apes movies outside of this New Age one. It's the feeling that you get from Caesar and Kong in these that I don't feel like you really got with the other ones. 
Um, Wait, so you don't like the 2005 version of King Kong with Adrian Brody and Jack that was, Black? That was, I enjoyed that. That was a really that. good one. I love the feel of it. I didn't. Well, no, no, no. So Not that I didn't like the movie. I didn't like the feel I got from Kong. Um, I really okay. do like Kong being a very much symp uh, sympathetic kind of uh, of character that ultimately just wants to be left alone. I just want to be left alone. Like, that's it. <laughs> that's yeah. really it. He's the grumpy old, like, just leave me alone. <laughs> um, so I like what they've been able to to kind of conjure from that. So um, Planet of the Apes, the James Franco one, makes my list. Um, my last two are, I put Terminator on there. Had to put Terminator on there. Um, I don't think I've ever thought jacket and shades look cooler on an individual. <laughs> um, still to this day, like me and Joel actually saw the last one that they made in theaters and I did enjoy it. I, I'm not comparing it to anything because I don't think that you should. Um, but I really did enjoy it. I left there going, this is really good. I had a fun time with it. Um, it sucks that they probably won't continue with any of those characters yeah. <laughs> outside of probably Arnold. Um, <laughs> but I did truly enjoy it. And it sucks to hear that there was commotion between the directors, uh, James Cameron and um, the guy that did the first Deadpool, Tim, I think it's Tim. Tim Smith. Miller. Tim Miller, thank you. Um, they did not agree on, on anything about that movie, but whatever they gave us, I did truly enjoy um, and last up, this is the one that I know I'm going to get yelled at for, but I don't care. I, I freaking loved it. I'm putting iRobot on this list. I, I thought that was a classic. I, I didn't, under, I didn't I understand that people like disliked it until social media age. I always grew up thinking people loved that freaking movie. I tell you what, T, I love that you say that because the social media age will shock you. Like they'll come out and say like the, the craziest thing. You'll go, I didn't know people thought that. Juwan, that's all the time growing up. Like, <laughs> I, I really liked the movie League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, right? Mm -hmm. And I guess because I never like talked to anyone about it, I was like, I like the movie. And all of a sudden, I get people like, I hate it. F it. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Same thing with like the star same thing with the Star Wars prequels. It's like, what? And I'm like, I didn't realize people disliked these things until freaking I got on Twitter and I was like, what am I even doing on this I'm show? shocked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, uh, you're halfway there, Tia. I liked League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I mean, I'm with I love it. I'm with I don't you. know. It, it that was hard for me. It that sucks that really the studio never, never had faith enough to even attempt a sequel to that. Oh, uh, I know. <laughs> That's why I like Dreadful so much. It reminded me a lot of that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. The real Dreadful, Tia that one <laughs> <laughs> but um i will say fun fact i did not know this till maybe last week because of the usa channel i didn't know alan uh tudyk was the robot I had no idea just <laughs> last week when yeah. usa was like do you like alan tudyk and it's like i do and they were like watch him and i robot and i was just like that's who and they were like the mm -hmm. robot i was just like Okay, I didn't know that. Okay, I love the interaction with your TV that you just had. <laughs> yeah, I that. That. I I that I'm like, I do like Alan. How did you know? Um, but no. in Moana. That's how talented <laughs> Alan is. He is so freaking good. And I will say this, because as you guys can kind of see, outside of Cloverfield, there is some form of a <clears> sentimental <throat> connection with all these movies. That scene where Will's talking to him in the interrogation room, Love it. One of I think that's one of Will Smith's best solid, performances. Solid flick. 
yeah. solid flick. I, I'm yeah. with you on that. I like it. I don't think it makes my top five, but I, I really, really like it. I appreciate that flick. Yeah. You know, well written, um, <laughs> well acted, well directed. Um, I, I love Gene T- Triple Th- not not oh my god, not Gene Triple Thorn. Um uh, uh the woman that hates Tom Brady. What's you call it? What's her name? Me. Um <laughs> everybody yeah, here. The scientist that she hates Tom. Anybody that hates Tom Brady, I like them. So you know, she, she, well, she, I tell you what, as long oh, as he's in Tampa Bay, I hate Tom Brady. So I'm with you. <laughs> so the day he retires, then I love him again. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it, that movie is definitely special to me. It comes on stars yes. all the time, and I appreciate stars for that. Uh, because I feel like it doesn't really come on anywhere else. So I'm like, thank you, stars. Money well spent. Um but uh, yeah, so that's my top five. So I, Robot, Prometheus, Cloverfield, Planet of the Apes, Terminator, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, no, no. That's way past five. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> completely forgot how to count. One uh, of them was an honorable mention. You're good. Yes, perfect. We'll, we'll yeah. say that. But I definitely just forgot how to count. See, <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I'm going to pass it to good, you. Good job, Juan. My teachers would go, I, I knew it. I knew he was not smart. I was telling him. <laughs> I said it all uh, the way back then. I, I called his mom daily and was just like, he just doesn't get it, ma'am. Um, but no, Tia, I'll go to you next. What's your top five for sci-fi? So I have like a really just weird list. And I have resigned myself to just realizing that what I like is just probably not what anyone else likes. And that's okay with things. So. There- my list is going to be I have to put Snowpiercer on it I love that movie Um, it's I think my favorite Bong Joon-ho you know film I love Chris Evans in that role I love the concept I have actually just started watching the show I'm sorry JD you were going to say something yeah I just started watching it I mean it it feels different than the movie but I have to expect that it would considering it's not directed by the same person you know yada yada but just love Snowpiercer I didn't think I was going to I thought the concept was going to be a little too weird for me um but then when you just like watch it and you get into the actual story it's it's one of my favorite movies um and I'm sorry to interrupt you but that was a comic book that came out in the 70s I uh, see. A I didn't French, know that at first. It was first. a French comic book. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. and then I learned that, and I was like, "That's so cool." Um, and again, as you said, JD, the show is is good so far. Um, I'm still in season one, but I'm liking it as I go. Um, the next one I have to do is Donnie Darko, just because you know that was like my era growing up. Uh, <laughs> every angsty goth teenager like myself liked Donnie Darko, so I have to put that down um another is i really like the movie splice i don't know if you guys remember it yeah um yeah like you guys you guys like it but if you go online people hated that movie and i'm like (laughs) this again this is what i'm saying i go online i'm I'm like apparently my my taste is trash i apologize i confused it with species species was natasha henshrick I know oh, yeah. what you're talking about, JD. That's right, why right, right. Mute. Yeah. I was like, that's what right. you're talking about. They made like yeah. three or four of those. Oh, uh, no, no, I'm talking about like Splice. It was, a, it was a, like a, not a sequel, but like it felt like it continued the same vein because it was genetic engineering with aliens, right? Right. Really quickly, T, I do want to say the biggest reason why I think Splice gets a lot of, uh, a lot of flack is the same reason I think Shape of Water 
gets a lot of flack oh, because this is the weird sex scene. <laughs> no, well, yes, yes, very weird sex scenes oh. in both of those movies. But more specifically, if you're not paying attention to the story, which is very not hard to keep up with, but you have to actually be be willing to pay Engaged. attention to it. Right. The the look of it is just so weird. I think it took a lot of people out of it. So I think a lot of people. Yeah. I think more people can tell you what the movie looked like and less about what the movie was about. And I think that's the disconnect because they just look at it and they're like, the visual, creepy, don't like it, movie was horrible. So when right. you actually sit and watch Shape of Water, uh, which is very weird, but good story. Same with Splice. Um, they're, they're actual good movies, but just the visual of it, if you're not paying attention, easily someone can say that that's, that's horrible. So I think that's, yeah. I think it's just a disconnect of not paying attention. Possibly, yeah. I mean, you're most likely right there. Um, and then my last two are going to be um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spot's Mind. Don't know oh. if you guys ever saw that, but yeah. I really enjoyed that. Um, it's with Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet. And it's like a really trippy, weird movie that I just absolutely loved when I first watched it. And my last one is very weird. And again, my taste is just weird, apparently. And it's going to be the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Because yes, that's sci-fi. And I love that freaking movie. That is yeah, it's, it is considered right. sci-fi. Because yes. they're aliens. Yeah, Actually right. aliens. <laughs> so it is a... And I think there's even a song in it where they're like sci-fi no actually the intro song is they call it a sci-fi picture show yep. so yeah. it's like that that's um that's my odd list there okay i like that list so I, I like it a lot nice. um it definitely feels like deep cuts because i still have not seen and i know to you I still have not seen Snowpiercer. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> dude shocking <solid laughs> Um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna get to it. Chris Evans is so good in it. Yeah. Like that was the movie that I saw of his while he was in the middle of playing Captain America. That I was like, give Chris Evans other things other than Captain America. He's so good. He can like really lead the charge in a movie. And the concept is just so good, Juwan. A whole like take away the idea of oh the whole world is in the middle of a ice age and they're on a train for 17 years it's this one cart of people being treated like dog shit being you know killed given barely any food while the rest of the cars are living in like lavish luxury and when they even try to ask for scraps they're like you should just be lucky that you're even here that we even let you on the train. So it's like just this whole great like revolution sort of story. And it's just, it's so good. And visually it's amazing. Again, Chris Evans, I, it's great. I will say, luckily you had, you had me at Chris Evans, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need to sell you on all the other things, it, just Chris all, Evans. All the other stuff was just like, oh, okay. No, no, you had me at Chris Evans. Um, but no, I oh, did. Oh, go ahead. And you would have appreciated my honorable mention. I consider putting push down. I was like, I want to put Push so bad to you. So bad. Push down. <laughs> I don't know that one. What is that? Push is with Chris Evans where they have like the, uh, oh, like yeah. the okay. genetics and yeah, yeah, okay. the telekinesis. Yeah, that was a good yeah, okay. Yep. It, that it was, was like the, uh, it was the, the lesser known uh, Looper. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, not Looper. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Jumper. Oh, yes. I like Jumper more, actually. Personally. <laughs> I like Jumper. He's like, 
How dare you? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I appreciate that because Jumper will be mentioned from Juwan in this episode. So I appreciate that. And you guys know, Kate Christensen, anytime that man's in something, I'm probably the only oh. movie. Uh, I think it was uh, Speak or, or something like that with Jessica Alba, where he was like in a coma the whole movie. And she was like trying to, um, well, I won't, I won't spoil it, but. Yeah, oh, the I one on the death floor. He was in a hospital bed. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. Terrence Howard, Jessica Alba. I was like, Dad, we got to go see this. He was like, why? I'm like, Darth Vader <laughs> is in it. <laughs> like, take me. Just shut up and take me. Uh, even Takers. I love Takers with him in it, too. That was a that was a really it cool was good. Yeah, that was a really cool cast. Um, but no, so I am glad Joel said that, but you're going to stop disrespecting Push, sir. I'll disrespect uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joan, I think the the podcast that we did with push is still like our most successful podcast really ever <laughs> you know what i was so happy because i'm like there are others it's like, <laughs> there are others like, like when wanda finds more mutants like that's how i feel every time I'm like people really did love this besides me and Tia. like <laughs> people enjoyed this um and it's it? because everybody is now a way bigger star than they were when they first did oh. that so we'll never get a sequel to that damn thing um, but all right, moving us right along, JD. I'm gonna pass it to you. Oh, Gracious. Gracious. Okay. Um, so it's it's hard not to mention, you know, the great epic that is the very first 1977 Star Wars film. You know, I mean, it, it for me that's it. I was never a Star Trek guy. That that was ah, you know, that was. That was the epitome of a hero story for me. Um, after that, well, we got um, the second Ripley film, Aliens. Just the whole troop, uh, the you know the Colonial Marines, and and that 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 truck that now goes for like five hundred bucks from Haya. Um, that tank, I, I just I love that. Um, you know, this it was about a mom trying to get her you know protect her kid. And so even from the alien's point of view, the queen, you know? Um, so after that, this one is like a tie because I kind of feel one is a spiritual successor of the other, but um, um, Total Recall and Running Man, you know, it just feels mm -hmm. like one can go right into the other. And, and I mean, oh, the great fucking flicks. And I didn't find out until recently that Running Man was a Stephen King fucking uh, uh, story. I was like, are you kidding me? Um, so that's awesome. And Jay, then, I, I have to chime in, and you're going to understand this one. Yeah. <laughs> that was my guy. Dynamo was my guy. Yeah. I got that shirt somewhere, and I, I was oh. going to wear it. Oh, my God, dude. Just the, the lights and the opera. Great. Um, yes, the opera. <laughs> But I mean, you know, in, in, in Total Recall, who who doesn't today in this age still use the word quato? But describe who the fuck is that quato coming in? Look at look, you know. Um, no, no, doesn't bite, it doesn't it doesn't carry over because my age group type of deal. Sorry. <laughs> I, 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 didn't use, I, I didn't go for that one. I will say, JD, on the total recall uh point. I know, I know, I know, but what got me into total recall was the remake with Colin Farrell. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. 
I know. So, I, I thought, know. I thought JD was going to be like, oh, so where's the mute button? <laughs> because to me, to me, I'm not saying it was better. I'm just saying I saw that and I was just like, okay, let me see what the original was talking about. Like, okay. it took for that for me to go, okay, all right, I'll go back. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is definitely going to say my age. Um, it is a long film. It is a boring film, oh, but no. it set the trend for so many cinematic looks. Space um, Odyssey? Which one? Space Odyssey? Try and no, like, guess what no, you were no. going to do. You know, that's that, what no, I thought no, you was no, going to say. No, that, that's <laughs> even more boring. No, I'm going to go Blade Runner. Oh. The Megalopolis in, in Blade Runner, you know, um, how many elements have, you know, almost every Japanese anime uh, um, thing. It doesn't even have to be, you know, out of space sci-fi. Just has that megalopolis look, right? Yep. Um, you know, uh, um, what was the movie? The the a thousand planets. What was it? Um, thousand yeah. world. That was a. Th- oh man. Yes. Yes. Um, whatever the guy that that. But uh, whatever. Okay, so we'll move on because that's that's something else. Um, so so Blade Runner, Blade Runner. You know, because it was it. It was a it was a Shakespearean flick, you know, because at the end of it, you were really on Rucker Howard's side, you know what I mean? He was just trying to live. He was trying to get away for his cyborgs or you know androids, replicants, right. whatever mm-hmm. they were called. He just wanted them to live. So there's that one and um, Buckaroo Banzai. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Peter Weller pre RoboCop. Um, he played a Japanese guy. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> um, but he, he, you know, he was a rock star. He was a scientist. He had a gang of guys that had a, a cowboy, fucking um, uh, a father and son that they were plumbers. Yet they built science fiction uh, ray guns and and you know John Lithgow acting like this crazy Russian scientist that got possessed. So. Um, so there's, you know, there's that. And then my honorable, honorable, honorable mention is The Fifth Element. I was just oh. going to say that. <laughs> I love The Fifth yeah. Element. Because, you know, that's, uh, oh. that's what this guy wanted to do before he did uh, The Thousand Planets, whatever right. the, the hell that flick was. You know, uh, Blade Runner was supposed to be one of those things. And it had the megalopolis. I mean, fucking uh, uh, Bruce Willis ordered takeout right to his fucking window. Yeah. You know? Gotta start patenting things like that when you do it. Um, but no, Jay, I want to know. I'm sorry, Juwan. No, go ahead. Which, which version of Blade Runner? Because I know there's like the regular one, oh. the theatrical, the director's cut, and then there's like the other director's cut that came um, out later. All right, so I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Channel Eleven cut. Okay, whatever it was. Because <laughs> that's you know, I grew up poor. I didn't get to see a lot of flicks in the, in the movie, so I would see that one on Friday nights uh, because it was a long runtime. But um, I did go to see the last final cut of it in the theater, mm. and I, I didn't see anything different. There was definitely more um, uh, allusions to you know uh, Harrison Ford being the Blade Runner. Yeah, that was the big Solos. difference I heard. Yeah. Edward James almost knowing it the whole time. And that's another thing. You know, you had a Mexican dude who was only speaking Japanese the whole flick. And you're just like, <laughs> man, there were no what? subtitles. You're like, what the fuck is going on here, man? <laughs> you know? 
excuse me, he was a Mexican dude playing French that only spoke Japanese. Ah, so talk about the conundrum. Um, yeah. <clears throat> no, I like that list, and I like what you said about um, Blade Runner because. I definitely felt that. <laughs> I Man. felt that with both of them. I felt that with the original, and then I felt that even more with the Ryan Gosling one. I was just, I was just, oh, this is a lot of story. <laughs> it was a lot of story. It could have been trimmed down a little bit more, you know. I have to stay up through any of them, either of them. Yeah, and you know what? It made me laugh because the big talk was right around when that came out. Right after that came out, everyone was saying like this director should do Batman Beyond or he should do a Batman movie. And I was no. just like, with all this fucking story? Absolutely. <laughs> Are you serious? Say the fuck away. But I will say for Batman Beyond, that man can do futuristic. I mean, futuristic looked really good. Um, but no, I, I don't need that much story. <laughs> um, my dad always yells at me because whenever I say I don't do that much story, he's like, but you love Godfather. And that's only story. And I'm like, yeah, touche. Okay. Listen, there's exceptions to the rules. Like you have to kind of love Godfather, you know, even if it is like three hours long, even if it is like all this story and everything. JD is shaking his head and he's going to be blasphemous right now. Yeah, I am. I am going to be. Disrespect Godfather, your tongue slowly rolls to like the back of your throat. Like that's just the rumor I heard if you disrespect Um, So I will say, Prior to today's episode, I was watching the second Godfather, mm-hmm. right? I, I, I stopped the last half hour. It was on one of the cable streams. Mm-hmm. And yesterday we were watching part one. And it just, eh, you know, um, eh. I, you know, I'm not an Al Pacino fan. That's it. I like, I like everybody else but Al Pacino. Yeah. The, be- the best scene in the first godfather to me at the very least is when freaking um you know the sister's husband is beating on her and sunny comes running like hits him with the freaking trash can and everything like for me <laughs> in the first godfather like that, sunny was my favorite character what i love most about sunny was is when he goes what happened to you and she's like oh no no, no it's fine and he's like no what happened and then he's just like where is he? And she's like, no, no, don't do anything. He's like, I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> it's See? cool. And then so, he, okay. he rolled so, up yeah. on him and beats I, the dog I, shit. That's it. So my two favorite characters in the entire Godfather epic, and I'm not counting part three. Um, There's no part three. Yeah, no. <laughs> no is, is Sonny and Robert De Niro's flashback scenes as Vito. I will mm-hmm. watch two okay. movies based on just those two actors playing those two parts. I don't think anybody else could have pulled off those parts. You know, I um, I and, and, that's fair. You know, I know we're talking, we're talking this, but to see Bruno Kirby again, young. I mean, forgetting that he was in there, Bruno Kirby is. I mean, yeah, I, I Bruno Kirby is an unsung character actor. He was one of our pigeons from Animaniacs, you know. He was in City Slickers, um, so uh, we lost Bruno Kirby too young. And just to see him in in, in the flashback scenes with De Niro, uh, it was a it was a welcome delight. I mean, I, I always go back to leave the gun, take the cannoli. <laughs> Talk about good dialogue. 
I'm back. Um, really <laughs> quick. Was that, it was ad libbed. It felt um, ad libbed. It felt it was, was too good to be written. Like that felt like someone was just like, this might be dope as hell to say. Um, but, um, go ahead, Tim. No, I was just gonna say the restaurant in the first Godfather where Michael, um, you know, is talking to like the father, the the woman he ends up marrying in Italy and everything. I went to that restaurant. Like it's still there oh, nice. in Italy, which is like really cool. Um, it wasn't open the day I went because it was like hailing practically because I went around Easter time. But you know, <laughs> I was gonna ask you, was there a gun in, in the toilet? But <laughs> uh, I could listen if we. I could take you on a tour of all the Goodfellow locations between Howard Beach love and Canarsie. We're out. All right, so right one one last story. I really truly feel like. I got out of a like ticket one time because I had a copy of Goodfellas in my car. <laughs> like the cop is like looking in the in the in uh in my car and everything, and I'm just sitting there like I am intoxicated right now, and it's not the best thing or anything. Holy and then he like shit. sees the fr- and then he like sees the freaking like thing. He goes, "Is that Goodfellas?" And it's like, "Yeah," and it's like talk talk talk. Okay, just mm-hmm. you know, it's it's late. You should go home. It's, that would actually be hilarious to tell somebody that worked on that movie like you know you know your movie saved me from a ticket right <laughs> like, jail at the very least yeah jail ultimately <laughs> for sure. um the money karen where's the money uh love that movie god I, I'm uh, you know i was this. Uh, i was 22 so you know I'm 31 now, much wiser. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, moving on along. Uh, Pete, I'm going to go to you. What cracks your top five? All right. I went all over the place here, and I specifically tried to stay away from movies with... uh, I mean, every movie has the protagonist, but I specifically tried to stay away from like a more superhero-esque kind of thing, so mentioning the matrix as much as i really enjoyed okay. that movie so yeah. I, I try to stay away from that but i i do kind of break my own rule later on but <laughs> number five was absolutely unequivocally the running man it's such an awesome awesome movie and i saw that for the first time on channel 11 like years and years <laughs> ago and i'm like this is just so dope and yeah. i also was surprised when i finally learned that it was a stephen king flick but as always, clap if you love Dynamo. He was my guy. Like, just fucking awesome shit. Uh, and then Richard the- Dawson as the as the <laughs> show host. I mean, perfect casting, dude. I mean, I never knew him on Family Feud, but still, that was pretty, like... <laughs> I, I, I grew up with Ray Combs, so it yeah. was what it was. Okay. I grew up with Steve Harvey. No, but I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Steve Harvey is the best thing to happen to that show. Nobody ever mentions out. the guy from Home Improvement, but okay. Yeah, no, 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 no one ever does. No one ever <laughs> talks about him. Ever. I can't even really find like when you type in um funniest family feud episodes, it's like he doesn't even exist. It's like he's just, he was right dry. Timeline. His whole yeah. thing was dry. His whole character yeah. was dry. And listen, Richard Dawson got some he got some booty. You know he got some booty after that show. He kissed everybody. I don't care. <laughs> Black, white, Spanish, Asian. Didn't matter. He was like, moms, grandmas, didn't matter none. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Got it. Number four, the only 
only movie that can still make me cry, Armageddon. Ooh. Uh, I, okay. And this has nothing to do. This was long before my, you know, my father passed away two years okay. ago. Armageddon was years ago. And I'm still like, Bruce Willis stayed on the asteroid. <laughs> if you didn't cry during that scene, then you have no soul. I agree. It, that's, just, that's just how it is. And I mean, Steve oh, Buscemi just... Field right now. <laughs> Damn. Steve Buscemi ruled that movie for me. I love Steve Buscemi. Yeah. It's like Captain America landed us on a plate of solid iron. How do you know that? Because I'm a fucking genius. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Great. (laughs) And let's not forget Michael Clark Duncan. I mean, that man can do no wrong. He's up there and he's got his hands down and Tom's give him a shot. And you just see that big (laughs) hunk of ass. <laughs> Come on, baby. Come with it. Fucking clock dunk you stole that flick from you, man. I'm sorry. Hundred percent. Yeah. And I wasn't on this show. I believe it was Saturday when Juwan, you had mentioned him in Daredevil, I think. Yep. And, Great and I think he was the only good yeah. thing about Daredevil for me. And I was <laughs> like, that was the first real, you know, race swap. For me, yeah. and I'm big. like, ah, that, that, what are they doing? And then I saw it, and I'm like, I was 100 wrong. It, you it, know, um, I you're Colin Farrell, by the way. But I'm sorry, go ahead, see Did you really? I Who really are you? I don't even know I you. Really did. I'm sorry. When he made, <laughs> I'm telling you what, you, you say that, but I never thought of weaponizing a paperclip till he did it, and I was just like, oh yeah, they do unfold like that. Genius, loved him, loved his book. You never made a paper clip bow and arrow with a rubber band and a pencil. Nope. nope. Oh, nope. What kind of childhood? childhood. <laughs> you had an easy childhood, apparently. Wait, time out. You just saw me mess up five, and you think I was creative enough to do something? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have it in me. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Theo. I was just gonna say I saw Green Mile like really late in life, like last year, late in life. Um, and Michael C. Duncan like made me cry in that movie, and it made me really sad that he had passed on because I was like, "Damn, that." Oh. But anyway, you were saying how Michael C. Duncan was the best thing about Daredevil. I'm like, you know, even though Tom Hanks was in the Green Mile and he was really good in the Green Mile, it's like who really cared about Tom Hanks in the Green Mile compared to Michael C. Duncan? You know, hundred <laughs> percent. And I, I just have to say, the best line in Daredevil was. Wesley, go home. But, but, sir, Wesley, yeah. I was born in the Bronx. Go home. Yeah. This is something you wouldn't understand. Yeah. Like, so, you know, I, I feel Vincent and Arfield takes um, a lot from Hughes. what Marcus Clark yeah. something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because he wasn't a fat boy, he was just a big, it was stature. fucking yep. beastie boy, man. And, and what's crazy just- is, Michael Clark Duncan was just a black version of the Kingpin we saw in Spider-Man the Animated Series. 100%. Okay. It's why I was like, oh my God, they did it. And then it's why when when they casted Vincent D'Onofrio, I was just like, they're finding a a way in the middle because there aren't many people that are built like Michael Clark. Right. No. Um, So I'm like, I get it. But when you see Michael Clark Duncan, he had the cane just like Kingpin did in Spider-Man. Everything. Well, that's why I liked it. Like, I really loved Vincent D'Onofrio's portrayal of Kingpin, and that's what I loved in the third season when he donned the white suit. I was like, oh, we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. And then Netflix was like, we can get the cane. 
And then yeah, Netflix was Netflix was like, and now I'm taking it away from you. And like, fuck you, Netflix. <laughs> and and listen, you mentioned that Kingpin is Spider Man the animated series. Mm-hmm. You know he was voiced by a black man, right? Roscoe Lee Brown, dude. Um, was, he has a there was some real swaggerish. He about has him. a very <laughs> iconic voice, and I mean, this guy has done. Uh, I mean, you know, he did a bunch of Disney things. Uh, Logan Drawn Cowboys. He did Treasure Island, the animated one. Mm. Um, dude, he, <coughs> excuse me, his voice is almost as iconic as James Earl Jones. Really. Yeah. Well, now that I know that, I will definitely put that up there for sure. Pick him up, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead, Pete. Uh, number three, I now nah, it's funny. Jay had said uh, Total Recall, and I was tossing between this one and Total Recall, but I went with Terminator Two. Because that okay. was just, I mean, I was in probably like yeah. fifth or sixth grade when that came out and it just blew my mind. Like I wanted everything, Terminator, t-shirts, toys, whatever I could get my grubby little mitts on. But, <laughs> uh, that was so dope for me. After um, you, Pete, do yep. you believe that that is the greatest sequel ever made? Absolutely. Okay. 100%. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I would be, Woo. I'd be hard pressed to Woo. find a, a, a sequel that eclipsed the first one in such a way because I, I thought two two was better than one i really did yeah. the reason why i really want to agree with you is i know everyone listening will immediately go oh godfather two but what pete's trying to say is there is an actual debate you could make about what was better one or two there right. is no debate about what was better terminator one or terminator two it was close. and that's that's the thing about it is right. there are times when the sequel is better right. for sure but again you you have to argue the case for the first one. I like Ace Ventura 2 better than part one, but there that's a whole I, other... I, I think I do too. Like, it's... looking at it, I think I like Austin the second Powers one better. Too. The second yes, one Austin Powers 2 is better. Oh, man, Austin so, Powers. <laughs> is that no sci-fi? Man, Can that be considered sci-fi? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> to a degree. To a degree. Number two, <laughs> Interstellar. I love that movie, man. That movie fucking hell. I love sci- like sci-fi movies. I like visuals, man. I like pretty stuff. Like I want to see some outer spacey bullshit, and mm-hmm. that movie was chock full of oh. outer spacey bullshit. I'm sorry. I apologize. I confuse Interstellar with Inner Space. With <laughs> Although I did come across that while looking through these movies, and the first thing I remembered was. I, you just digested the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, Honorable I'm mentions. Sorry. I have to give a couple here. Uh, aliens, for one, but I didn't really want to include that in the main list because it was more horror for me. So I stayed away from that one. Okay. Uh, another one called Life Force, which is a very oh, yeah. unsung 80s movie. But if you've ever seen it, uh, let's just say the main antagonist of that movie sh- she kind of made you wonder if maybe she just want to get eaten by the alien. Maybe you do. <laughs> and uh, species movie made me say that. It was just same like, idea, same general idea. I will die right now for that woman. <laughs> I, I don't know if anybody wow. saw the Wandering Earth on Netflix, but that was pretty dope. Visually the pretty. Chinese. Yeah, yeah, Chinese yes. flick. Yeah, really cool <laughs> flick. A lot of cool, you know, outer spacey stuff. And I'll yeah. touch more on that later when we go into some more lists, but. Number one, bar none, 100%. This is possibly the greatest sci-fi movie ever. 
And I know I said I was not going to list some superhero shit, but he doesn't have superpowers, so I'm not opposed to putting Flash Gordon at number one. <laughs> Can't do it. He'll save every one of us. Damn fucking right. <laughs> but now, not the Death Star Championship. Brian Bowman, that's fuck, man. It's one of the great slides. Oh, man. man. Pete, the three of them are like, please, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, God. I, I would look forward to that movie every time it was yes, on sir. TV. So good. Yes, sir. Shit. I love the list, Pete, and I love the honorable mentions. All right, Joel, you're ending this out on the topic. What you got for your top five? All right. So uh, you guys took a couple of mine. Well, at least two of them. So I'll start with T2 because T2 was on it. Okay. I'll say that's my so that's five, I guess. I love Terminator, especially Terminator 2 specifically. It's probably been the best Terminator movie. Even though I did enjoy that last one you were talking about, uh, Dark Fate. Uh, I, I did enjoy that one. Okay. Uh, but like, like we were just talking about, like T2 is like so much better than the first one. And, and that maybe had a lot to do with the fact that they put a lot more money into that second one. <laughs> so it looks so much better. Um, but it's like the epitome of a, like a 90s action movie. It was Terminator 2. So that was my fifth one. Um, let's see. I have Ready Player One. I really, really dug that movie um, a lot. Uh, there had some, I mean, there were some people that didn't love it, but I mean, I really I dug the shit out of that movie. The whole like, the premise, the, the visuals, the, everything about Ready Player One was like, awesome. And just, it was definitely like a fanboy fucking candy shop you just watch it and there's so many different cameos with people from different everywhere everywhere you, you they almost show up in this damn movie so i really love uh ready the play. fact that they were able to pull it off is like, wow. yeah exactly in general i it's, never thought i'd see batman and a gundam yeah. <laughs> right gundam at the end of that movie was so awesome <laughs> they even used coal they used the fucking blade from coal yeah it's like <laughs> you know the glaze showed up i was like i can't believe it <laughs> that's a good move i i, I loved yeah. it let's see robocop uh yeah i love being I like I, i've said it here many times i love robocop uh, i grew up with robocop robocop <laughs> character so you'll be hearing his name again but the movie itself um one of my favorite all-time movies as a kid was uh that Rated R Robocop movie, um, um, and like I've I've definitely left like Marvel, DC, and like even Star Wars off a lot of this. So just uh, I just kept separated, so I'm not including any of those things uh, in this. Um, I have oh one of my favorite movies, honestly, Pitch Black. I like the whole series. Nice. I love the Chronicles okay. of Riddick. I love Riddick in general. Yeah, uh, but I love Pitch. I remember the first time I went to go see it. I just didn't know what to expect, and it just blew my mind i'm like i want more of this and he was such a badass character yep. in a world where you're like he was the bad guy but you like had to rely on him to survive it was so awesome I, uh, and, and like vin diesel that like, killed it as, as riddick so you was, know i bought the cartoon one and i couldn't get into it that was, was supposed to bridge the gap between one and two <clears> and it <throat> just didn't do it for me it didn't it felt like aeon flux i was lost watch it was weird all the animation yeah. it was um the mo- I, I prefer the live actions, obviously. And I think they're the yeah. making it. I think they're the fourth one in the making. Really? Yes, I, I, I think I, I, I tell you uh, what. 
The last what? one he did was really bad. So if you're gonna do another one, he <laughs> was bad. I thought like that. One. I I fair very fair very fair, but I just I was just like, ooh, this is a drop off. <laughs> like, okay. oh, it went back to the pitch black. The first off, yeah, like right, that. right, right. Uh, but uh, I will perfect. say, Joel, I always thank Chronicles of Riddick because it was the first time I ever saw Carl Urban. So it was just like, all right. Right. What a way to start, Carl Urban. Um, but yeah, no, my, my dad, um, one of the reasons he wanted to do this episode was to rave about Carl, uh, the Chronicles of Riddick. He got yeah. game for, for Xbox, too. He loved that game. That, 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 I mean, that whole concept is pretty damn cool. Yep. So, yeah, I love Chronicles of Riddick and the, well, the, the whole universe, you know. Uh, and my last one was, uh, Jawan said it earlier, the, the Planet 8 movies, the numerous ones. I do really love the, the Planet 8, uh, the trilogy. Um, I really I really dug that whole concept, like one, two, and three. So, yeah, th- that was my final one. And I guess honorable mention, the MonsterVerse, that, that most recent Godzilla, King Kong. Like, I love the whole fucking MonsterVerse. Uh, and it ended with a bang with Congress, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. So, yay. It was solid. It wasn't great, but it was solid. Yeah, I've dug, I've dug, I've dug the whole monster. <laughs> yeah, I um, I, I will say, Pete, after we did our episode, uh, I went to, as he has said before, uh, to Twitter, and I was just like, wow, a lot of people feel like I do that Kong really got his ass whooped a lot. In this movie. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right, I, okay, all right. Um, because apparently I'm a Kong apologist, so it was just like, that's just, I'm like, no, he really got dragged. This whole fucking stop. Yeah, um, stop, bro. What is a whole Kong apologist? Like, are we supposed to hate Kong? No, I thought, like yeah. what it is is Tia is there's like an overwhelming support for Godzilla because he's just a cooler character, right? Yeah. So I get it. So it was just like no one besides Jawan thought Kong would at least put like would at least come close to defeating Godzilla. And you know, I'm listening to the director go. No, 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 no. I made sure, you know, I wasn't biased at all. Like, both guys have, have like, some really good scenes in this. And I just went, oh, he meant both these guys have good scenes outside of fighting each other. Because fighting each other, <laughs> there was nothing unbiased about what happened to Paul. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't know how that writer's room went, but someone, it must have been Joel. Joel must have walked in and went, guys, <laughs> it's Godzilla. That's a yeah. monkey. And everyone's like, yeah, no, you're right. Okay. Yeah. All right. yeah let's, let's be real here, people. Let's, uh, let's, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I do like that your honorable mention is a monster. I just wish Kong, Skull Island, was sci fi to be part of this list. It's, it's sci fi. I mean, doesn't that count as sci fi? Because it's like massive. realistically, a massive fucking ape isn't real. Like, right. uh, you know, that's sci fi. As much as I desperately wanted him to, I looked everywhere in every goddamn this. Karma, <laughs> <laughs> bro. That thing though, you're, you're full of shit. That's why. This is everywhere listed it as action adventure. Um, no. It's a sci-fi. I I view sci-fi as things that like couldn't happen in real life, at least that we know of right now. Yeah. Right. And there's fi- scientific main characters in it too. Wait, you yeah, said so- can't happen in real life? Like that haven't happened. Like there's no giant ape in real life that's the size of a skyscraper. So yeah. it's like that's sci-fi. Yeah. 
yeah you I know agree. so that that's how i view sci-fi it's like all the other things like if a movie has flying cars yeah we're getting to the part where in life where that may happen but it hasn't happened yet i tell so, you I tell that's sci-fi I love, I love how everyone's just like man in the near future we'll have flying cars i'm like do you see how stupid these kids are there's no way we're having flying cars oh serious? please they if already you... got the hover bikes yeah but if you look back at um I think it was like the 1930s World's Fair or something. They're like, by the year uh, 2000, you know, they'll have flying cars. They'll have this, they'll have that. And it's like, we don't have any of that. Right. <laughs> yeah, we have TikTok. That's, that's. <laughs> <laughs> we have phones that we can start Twitter beefs on and look up porn. <laughs> and that's about it. All it's for. That's all it's for. <laughs> To know to know that Tia will be the person that <laughs> that describes what phones were used for in the future is hilarious. <laughs> it's not wrong. It's like grandma, uh-huh. what were phones used for? It was just I uh, just decided Twitter beef and porn. Oh, okay. And cat videos. And cat videos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Right. That's about it. That's about it. It's like wow, I mean, that was a little honest of you. It's like, yeah, no, that's all it was. It was just it was just that's one all big, it was. one big TikTok and porn. That's it. Uh, yep. all right. let's keep this train going uh i keep having green screen this green screen for the life what of happened it usually is so good you know what like, it is what is going on i think the green screen wants to be part of this show so goddamn bad <laughs> that like, i don't know, I think the I green like screen happens. is pissed off at your choices i was just there about to go. say it happens with certain takes that i have that the green <laughs> screen is like let me drop down real quick <laughs> Um, all right, let's move along. Let's go our favorite sci-fi characters. I'll kick this one off. Um, Terminator has to go up there. Has to just, it's just too iconic. It just is. Um, I'm actually going to put, I, I know a lot of us were like, we're going to stay away from the Marvel DC stuff, but this is one of my all-time favorite characters. I'm putting Silver Surfer on there. Um, I never thought getting Lawrence Fishburne uh, to voice him would have, hit me as hard as it did okay it was really good i really 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 did like what he brought to that and again i will defend that movie and say excuse me that the only bad thing about that movie in my opinion was the ending that was it that was it but i say to people they won't give fantastic four credit for everything leading up to that ending but those are the same people that will tell you dormammu was fine in dr strange it's just like whoa, whoa, whoa hold on so Galactus can be can't be a floating cloud, but Dormammu can be one giant face, and the face wasn't it. It, it looked the weirdest of, of all. We- it was just like <laughs> that's Dormammu. Oh. Yeah, someone didn't try. <laughs> like, yeah. There was no trying um, in that whatsoever. So Silver Surfer definitely makes my list. Um, I'm then going Neo. You just have to. You have to go. You have to go Neo. Oh, um, we're doing five on 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 the heroes. Yeah. Oh shit! I only have one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Going five. Go. Okay. Um. I only have one too. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, start then, brainstorming now, guys. Brainstorm. Yeah, brainstorming. <laughs> um. And then I'm ending on my monkeys. I don't care. I'm ending on Kong. <laughs> Technically, he's part of Godzilla and Kong, so I can add him. And then Caesar. Those are my top five sci-fi characters. Um. That just really spoke to me. But Silver Surfer is definitely like 
the highest on my list. Like, I love me some Silver Surfer. Yeah, that's a great I figure, bro. Some Silver Surfer. That's that Marvel really figure. Do. Yeah. Yep. All over it. And I can't. I can't even lie, JD. Like, I had to. I had to get the. I had to get the whole squad. I had to get the whole squad. Got Reed. Got a uh, Human Torch. Oh, it's a you? sick Human Torch figure, yo. Right. Right. Damn, I like um, the, the different know, colors and shit. That is nice. Yeah, no, no. that it. was the first. That was the first one that came out from uh, from that line. Got to show Ben Grimm some love. Can't can you know, dude? I was hurt by that Ben Grimm because before that Ben Grimm, mm -hmm. uh, there was a Marvel line that came with trading cards that you were playing there like a Pokemon game. Right. But uh, but the Marvel figures also had missile launchers, and that thing is the best thing to ever be made in that scale. <laughs> Look at that face. I Look love that. that. Face. The only thing, JD, that, that bothers me on that entire figure is how short they decided for those underwears. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But dude, put I, I put this thing against that thing any day of the week. Against and this one? Yeah, man. Look at that face. Look at that face sculpt. And look at this face sculpt on a on a nice. you know one eighteen scale figure, bro. Right? Yeah. And here's the thing with with the thing in the Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four is not right unless you get this face right. Unless you get yeah. that eyebrow and that under jaw, like that Optimus Prime style jaw mm. on a rock face, then then you don't have a Fantastic Four movie for me. And I will and, say, JD, the most important thing to me outside of that is the voice for Ben Grimm. The oh yeah, you need him to sound like like you know your favorite uncle or something like yep. that, you know? a little hit. gravelly, a little bit of smoker voice, stuff like that. I know. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got See, we and like in New York, we got you got to have like that old school Jewish Pinkett Avenue type of voice, <laughs> you know, with your favorite angle, you know, because that's what he is. He, you know, he's from the Lower East Side, stuff like that. He's Jack right. Kirby, and and but he's your favorite uncle. He's the uncle that never had kids. He'll he'll. Yeah. He will, Can't, you know, he loves all the nieces and nephews in the lock. Oh, your, your thing is rolling. Your thing is running down. Yeah, he can't. He can't have little pebbles. So yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He definitely takes on that uncle feel. But uh, but yeah, no, I I love that. I love that. And Pete, this human torch is is my favorite. Like they've it's made cool, some. That is a great human torch. Yeah. But I love that. It's it's a design that I was just like, I don't know, Feige. I wouldn't be against that. I would not be against that at all. Um, all right, Pete, I'm going to go to you next. Okay. What's your top five? So I, I left myself a rule that if I mentioned it in the movie section, I did not mention it in the heroes section. Oh, obviously, you making it difficult for you, Ben. Nobody's <laughs> better than Flash Gordon, so we can't, you know, like, there's no contest then. Like, come on, let's yeah. be fair here. So... The Phantom. <laughs> oh man, motherfucker! <laughs> I didn't even think of that, but he got superpowers, though. So that's a whole other. Billy Zane, by the way, is fantastic. I mean, you yep. want to talk about a actor yep. with range? Shit, mm -hmm. and that's a dope flick. And I just yep. ordered those toys from Big Bad Toy Store. They were sold out of the Phantom. I had to get the three pack of Flash, Ming, and the Phantom. I nice. don't care. It's on sale for $90 instead of, I think it was like a buck 30 or something. So I was like, friggin', even if I want to, even if I sell Flash and Ming later, at least I got Phantom. I don't care. Yeah. But that's neither here oh, nor there. Oh, the Defenders of the Earth set? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure if we were including 
animated characters in this. So that's a whole other, uh, maybe we could do even another show on that, but I'll mention them as I go along. Uh, I left Neo out, but I did want to include Morpheus because Lawrence Fishburne is the man in every single thing that he does. And I'm like, Dan, do I want to bring him from Event Horizon? Do I want to bring him from... Uh, Bro, if he's good, he's good. Go for yeah, it. Man. He's, he's fantastic. And he's yeah. he's another one with that like very iconic voice, too. Like He just kind of instills a command like when he talks to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one, John Spartan from Demolition Man. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> and it was a toss-up. Like, do I want to throw that in with the movie? Nah, I'm, I'm going to save it, and I'll just throw Sylvester Stallone in there. <laughs> I love it. Taking Martin. a page out of Joel's book, RoboCop. Had to, yeah. had to throw him in yeah, there. Yeah. Alex Murphy, for sure. Uh, Dread. Yes. Uh, what's his yeah. The, 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 yeah. Yeah. Carl Urban. It Dread. My life. Fantastic. Love it. Um, honorable mention, I got to give to... My man Wally, Wally, oh, car. I, I love that yeah. little guy. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, oh, oh Wally <laughs> from the movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I never, That's I never thought I'd have like such an emotional connection to a robot. But when I saw that, I was like, Wally. <laughs> He's so cute. You know what I always notice? I always notice this, right? So, like I said this, I said this a while ago about Shrek. How like. It was obvious that when these studios make animated movies, they make the dialogue for the parents to keep them entertained and the visual yeah. clearly yeah. for the kids. I'm noticing more and more all these Disney movies that come out are uber emotional to get grown men and women crying. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the kids just like, yay. And they're looking at you like, why are you crying? Also, like, the Wally yeah. was like so on point, <laughs> like from an environmental like mm-hmm. standpoint. We're like, oh, yeah, look, we're really destroying the earth. <laughs> and after this pandemic, all of them, you know, people that remember when we saw the people that were just fat and sitting in the chair. Yeah, that's, that's exactly where we're headed. That's, that's exactly yeah. where we're going. Somewhere there's a Wally. There's a Wally sitting there just like, mm. yeah. There's, there's somebody got learn. one of those trash cans that you just wave your hand over and it opens right. up. That's like pre Wally right there. That is pre Wally. <laughs> the you best know, what, scene what, in that movie the... is the guy who like finally like gets out of his chair and he can't walk. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I, I like that you put Wally there because like that that movie does hit you in the feels. It's not close. It's not. It's nowhere near up. Up is the ultimate adult feel. Like yeah, that hurts. Do you know? In the first five minutes, and, yeah. Yes, yeah. Do you yeah, know? I have media. never seen Up. Don't watch like, it ever. Don't, I wouldn't suggest hurt it. No, because I, I I I know what it's about, and I had a great grandparent who suffered from Alzheimer's. And I was like, I can't watch that. What are you talking about? I can't see that shit. That'll fucking rip my heart out. So yeah, I, I stay away from up. It's it's beautiful, Tia, but it is rough on the heart. I mean, rough, rough. I yeah. didn't understand it when I was, I mean, I'm trying to think how, I, maybe a teenager when that came out. I didn't really understand it. It wasn't until I got older and rewatched it. I was just like, how did I not cry? Not even once watching this. <laughs> like, this is, this hurts. Um, so no, I'm glad Wally made it on the list. I'm just thinking of wait, Joe. I'm just thinking of a Mortal Kombat style game of Pete sci-fi characters, <laughs> and then like the main boss is Wally. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. 
be just Ed- Robocop <laughs> ripping through everybody, and then he's just like, all right, who's next? And then you just, no. Wally! <laughs> Not for nothing, though. They made bigger versions of Wally, remember? And their mm-hmm. whole thing was that they put you in their body and then, like, squished you. So you could oh. just take oh. Robocop and go, no! <laughs> the vision no. fatality. I'll never watch Wally again. Someone needs to make that a horror movie now. The original Wally, yeah. It was between Wally and Stitch, but I figured Wally was a more sci fi esque movie, even though I love Stitch. I tell you what, Spirit Animal. I tell you what, I will never forget. Stitch was the one voice everybody at lunch tried to emulate because it was so difficult to do. Um, But I did hear murmurs that they're trying to work on a live action, and I'm like, don't do it. I don't, I don't. They already cast who play who's going to play Lilo. It uh, garnered ooh. like a shit ton of controversy. She's uh. a young actress. Um, I don't personally know her or anything, but I know when they cast her, people were like really, really, really upset over yeah, it. Just, so to me, it's not that I don't think it'll be good. It's just I don't want to see a realistic looking stage. Right? Yeah. Can't, no. I don't. It just ah, ah. Okay, sure if they try to like pre-sonic sonic it and like <laughs> right, right. like all right like to me it's one of those things where it's like you look at sonic and it's like well you can only make him look adorable right mm-hmm. you look at right. stitch and it's like there is no adorability about stitch it's it's his personality that's adorable not the face <laughs> like, like no one ever looks at e- et and goes ah, that that's a pretty looking creature no no, no, no. horrid no. i don't know he's kind of cute <laughs> he looks, guys, like, looks like a, a, a old shriveled up man like yeah. I, I don't want to look over and see that shit um ugh, just terrifying to think about but anyway great 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 list pete um, i got i still got my number one. Oh, shit. Sure. Oh, right, one more remember juan can't count I, that's true <laughs> clearly clearly I, I am breaking a rule for this because it wasn't it's not a movie but it's still very sci-fi David Tennant as Doctor Who. Oh, wow. that's a good one. And that was a big toss-up between him and Matt Smith, but I was like, nah, I gotta give it to David Tennant. No, David Tennant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I mean, shoot. David Tennant, I think the first time I ever saw David Tennant was from Jessica Jones. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ah, so you should go back and watch a few of his Doctor Who episodes. That was my first time kind of seeing him, too. It was in Jessica Jones, and I was like, we do not talk enough about this villain. When it comes to the Marvels and shit. True. Like, I mean, this villain's I crazy. Think, I think what Tom Hiddleston is to the movies, David Tennant is to the, the TV series. David Tennant's yeah. more evil than Loki, I think. Oh, no, 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 yeah. 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 Oh. I, just, I just mean in the respect of, that's like the higher caliber of mm-hmm. acting in the MCU is what Hiddleston has been able to do consistently. And then what Tennant did in that season one was just... It's like, because they're British... Yeah, they bring in the British guys and they know what they're doing. <laughs> That's a power I would like to have too. Just to be British, <laughs> that too. Honestly, like I would just listen to myself talk even more than I do now. <laughs> but like, you just gets pissed off at somebody. Go over there and stand there forever. Oh, so fucked up. <laughs> that guy was no. crying three episodes you- later. <laughs> Yeah. Don't you remember he said that he told someone to go screw themselves and he's like, you don't even want to know like what that was. And I'm like, oh, the one, I, I forgot about that. The one that hurt the one that hurt me the most is when he invaded the family's apartment and he oh. put the little girl in the closet 
and mm-hmm. he saw the pee come from under the closet. Yeah. That broke my heart, dude. Oh, I thought you were going to say the girl. one where he, like, told the guy to, like, freaking chop off his own arms or something like that. Like, oh, no, no, the no. guy with his partner, and he was, like, right, cut right, off right, his right. arms or something. Right. <laughs> I'm with y'all, but the A Thousand Cuts one was just like, ah, ah. Oh, ah, yeah, that's true. Ah. <laughs> see, for me, it's, you know, going back to the kids. Don't hurt kids, man. And you didn't yeah. see it happen, but you saw it happen. You know, you put yeah. it together in your mind. Well, that's because Kilgrave was an asshole. <laughs> but no, but to me, to me, I'm with you, JD. But to me, that's the that's the highest form of villainy, right? Because you go yeah. adult to adult. It's like okay, but it's when you it's when you take that next step up to do it to someone who's completely defenseless that you're like. That's a true villain. Like there is no coming back from that. That's the only. Nope. That's yep. why they did it because otherwise people like me would be like this guy's too charismatic. I don't not like him. Right. I think well, yeah, because right. they and they gave you like a backstory to Kilgrave that maybe you'd be like, oh wow, I'm kind of sympathetic, and mm-hmm. then you're like, wait, no, I remember, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I remember peeing in the closet. Ah, yeah, that's right. I remember. I but him. if if you if you're not a Doctor Who fan, and I wasn't at first, uh friend of mine got me into it if you watch just one episode watch blink or maybe it's called don't blink but with david Tennant, with the uh the weeping angels damn it that is one of the greatest one hour horror movies you'll ever see really it is creepy as all hell it's really? insane don't blink I'll make, sure that's, I'll make sure that's what I, I watch and i try my best not to blink while i watch it you did. Oh, trust me. You will never look at a statue the same way again. Well, I will. I will make sure I check that out. Doctor Who isn't Doctor Who a woman now? In, in- I believe yes. Yeah, yeah. Jodie Whittaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should have been Haley Atwell, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I will say it is a large travesty that we have not seen that woman in more things. You know what I'm saying, man? I don't know what the. Uh, have you not seen the episode of Black Mirror with her? No, in it? I did, but it's like legit, like one or two things since Captain America that she's been in. And it's just like, I don't know. Well, she had her own vehicle. She had her own series on ABC. For oh, a yeah, while. yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, did you guys know that uh, the scene where Cap comes out of the machine and she's like rubbing on his. <laughs> that was ad lib. <laughs> help him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't blame her. I don't Even blame I don't that. blame her. Wait, <laughs> I'm just picturing Chris Evans on set, just like, is she supposed to do this? <laughs> okay, all right. Well, <laughs> like, <laughs> speaking of uh, like ad lib scenes like that, remember in The Dark Knight Rises where, um, oh my god, Anne Hathaway and Christian Bale are dancing. And she like goes to pull away and she like leans back and kisses him and goes. Apparently that was ad lib. She was just like, I'm gonna kiss him now. <laughs> and I was like, no, same. Yeah, same. That, that, that definitely could not happen the, the other way around. <laughs> no. Well, that I mean, it has happened. Do you guys remember Adrian Brody like freaking kissing Halle Berry at an award show and everything? No. That things happened, but you years ago at one of Really? Um, oh God, like more than 10 years ago, maybe even 15 years ago, it was at the Oscars and like uh, Adrian Brody was like winning an award for I think the pianist and Halle Berry was like maybe, pres- no, it was in Halle Berry, I'm sorry, I think won her award and he was presenting and he full on fucking kissed her. 
that yeah. would never fly today but go and watch it on like youtube or look it up like that's a thing that no one talks about i mean no one talks <laughs> enough about uh madonna kissing was it britney spears both yeah, of, i mean they both did for that. yeah no but i'm just saying no one talks about that enough that was that's iconic uh, <laughs> Juwan's like, I would like to talk about it. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I, would like, I would like a full figure it out episode just dedicated to that. Uh, but no, moving on, JD, I'll go to you next. Who's your okay. Time? All right. So the first uh, entry, it's not a one person, uh, It's but it's a team. And you know how I hate Willy Wonka because of the Oompa Loompas? Yeah. Well, I love Time Bandits because of the little crew that are there. That that squad of little people that mm -hmm. help usher him throughout the whole flick. I mean, they're like, you know, your favorite uncles who are, are letting you have a beer with them for the first time. So, um, you know, those are my favorite. That's number five of my favorite heroes. I know it's weird. It's it's out there. It breaks the rules. Um, but, but watch the Time Bandits if you get a chance, man. I mean, the Time Bandits is a great flick. Uh, it's about a kid who is not wanted by his parents. And, you know, he journeys through time. And, you know, he, he meets different people that help him grow up. But ushering him through the journey are, are the little guys. And um, it's, it's a good flick, man. It's a good kid's flick. Uh, a little freaky, but Okay, um, number four. Uh, I'm double dipping here, but Ripley. Let's rock and roll, mom. Okay, I don't. I'm not not number three, not number four. I mean, uh, not number one. But we're talking about Ripley from Aliens, the mom who's saving. Even though she's not her daughter, that's what it was. You know, that's what he played it at, and um, that's the, one of the geniuses of James Cameron. Because we're going back to Terminator, and who doesn't love Sarah Connor? Why? Because she's mm -hmm. the lioness protecting a cub, and that's how you get. Uh, male viewership to um, back a female-led vehicle, right? You make it a, a mother and a, and a cub story, um, a lioness and a, and a cub story. All right, so that's number four. I lost my list here. Okay, number five, everybody likes Luke Skywalker in Star Wars, but my guy is Han Solo. You know, I just like the rogue, man. I'm only here for the money. And <laughs> when there's no more money, I'm out, you know? And just to find a way to do something good, not for money, Han Solo's there, man. Han Solo's the fucking man. Plus, he's got a walking you. dog, dude. You know? <laughs> I love that you pick Han because in the middle of war, Han just goes, all right, Luke, I helped you out enough. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. And Luke's just like, whoa, 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 hold on. You're not going to say yeah. and finish it? Nah, nah. Yeah, <laughs> like... But, dude, he also breaks down at one point, and we show, he, and we see he's not really all that cool under pressure when they break into the into the jail cell and you know they're hitting him. He's like, uh, "We're okay. We're fighting here. How about you? you know, that's not like communication that goes down, you know, in a prison system. So he doesn't always have it together. So I like that that moment. Um, somebody who always has it together, though, is, and I just watched this series, be it, be it movie or TV show. I will follow him. I will watch him read a phone book." And I enjoy his commercials with Luke Skywalker for Uber Eats. Uh, but Patrick Stewart is Jean-Luc Picard. You know, I mean, make it so. Or even mm -hmm. just him going, Logan, I, mean, I love, I love every, Patrick Stewart's voice. Everyone, like, 
loves, say, uh, you know, Captain Kirk from the original Star Trek, but it's like, it's Jean-Luc Picard. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's Jean-Luc- the best captain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Honorable mention, before we get to number one, Lilu Multipass. Um, I mean, great heroine, you know, mm-hmm. and was was she a, a female or a male when she was in that first alien? I don't know, but you know, she was not binary, whatever you want to call it, because we don't know what they were. Uh, um, so you know, Mila, you, you you did well as Lilu. Um, and then Pete Pete brought him up before, but my number one yes. is this guy right here. <laughs> he will save every one of us, Mr. <laughs> Flash Gordon. You know. Uh, Yes, I, I'm dating it. It's not a great flick. It's not, but you got James Bond. You got Max von Sydow. Um, you got, uh, oh my God. I I don't know the lady's name uh, that plays Ming's wife, the Italian hottie, but, ooh. Italian hottie. <laughs> Mina, Mina. I don't fucking remember. But uh, yeah, Flash Gordon, great flick. And Flash himself, even though Sam Sam Jones, Sam J. Jones was dubbed um, throughout the whole flick, I'm okay with it. I like the list, especially putting Han Solo on there. I just yeah. saw Solo, a Star Wars story the other day, like the a millionth time. It doesn't nice. get enough credit. It is not a yeah. bad movie at all. Yeah. Just nope. And I, I think the biggest, the biggest reason why that movie gets so much flack is he's trying to fill shoes that are unfillable. Yeah. It's like whenever they decide to do another Indiana Jones, like when they're finally done with Harrison Ford, whoever that next guy is, he could do an amazing job. Someone will always criticize it because the guy who came before you, you just can't live up to that. So when you get yeah. that out of your mind, there's nothing wrong with that movie whatsoever. It's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun <coughs> I mean, hell, finding out that Lando uh, was sleeping with robots and, <laughs> and everything. Was pansexual, everything, baby. everything. It was just, is that a pillow? Bring it over here. It's just like anything <laughs> Lando was going for out there, man. But uh, dude, Glover's the cadence in his voice mm-hmm. when you don't you don't see it. We just you just hear that smoothness of Lando. Yep. You know, and you're just like, oh, this guy got it, man. I will say what Billy D. Williams was, I assume, for that time is easily what Donald Glover could be for this time if he ever wanted. If he wanted to be that smooth and suave, I think he could easily do it. But his personality is so out there that it's like he just he could never commit to that because he's just he's one of those just he's out there, man. Like He's definitely out there. He's what he just had that voice, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, but you know? Donald Glover is definitely what I imagined Prince to be. Like, if you ever just sat down mm-hmm. and just hung out with Prince, that's what I assume Donald Glover is like. <laughs> like, okay. it will it will enlighten you and then make you go, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> like, I don't know what he just said, but I'm so smitten by it. Um, yeah. But no, 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 definitely love that list. Uh, Tia, next up, what you got for uh, five? <clears throat> All right, so my five that I had to come up with really quickly. Um, I like a lot of sci-fi shows kind of more than I like sci-fi movies. So a lot of these characters do come from shows because you did not say a rule that we could not throw this in. 
Um, so my first one, I'm going to start off with like my favorite is going to be, uh, and you know, Keshi from Altered Carbon, especially season one, Altered Carbon. Um, which one was he? Which, which actor saw played? Joel Kinnaman. The guy oh, who. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was he a- was I, jacked. Jacked. Show. Jacked. Um, the best thing about that, because I'm a bit of a fan of Jill Kinnaman's, is like, he has this, I had a friend, I'm sorry, what'd you say? You say a bit? A, bit, <laughs> a big fan. Okay. Um, what's great about, like, the reason why he's so jacked in that, he has this condition, which I had a friend who has this condition, where literally his, like, chest was caving in, pressing up against his heart, meaning he couldn't work out very well. So he literally got a bar, like, two bars installed in his chest to, like, pop the chest out so that, like, it wasn't pressing against his heart anymore, meaning he could work out more. So that altered carbon was, like, the debut of, like, hey, I finally got this life-altering surgery. I can finally work out now, and I'm going to show off my fucking, like, eight-pack here and my, like, 0% body fat. (laughs) I forget... I was I forget what the condition watching that. Oh, me too. I forget what the condition's called, but I had a friend in um college who had the same thing. So that's like the only reason why I know about it. But yeah, so I love yeah, Takeshi. Give me the name so I could tell the doctor I got it. Um so I really like that I character like from um Alter Carbon. I'm going to put uh Curtis from Snowpiercer, played by Chris Evans love as i mentioned before love that movie love the character um i'm going to going into the star trek realm because i actually really like star trek the next generation yeah. so i'm gonna put lieutenant data just because okay. i always loved lieutenant data um okay. i'm gonna put jim hopper because i love stranger things nice. and jim hopper is like one of my favorite tv characters today um and i'm going to put mave from Westworld um, because I really love her even though I've not watched the third season of Westworld just because I I just wasn't like vibing with what I was seeing from the trailer but I really love the first two seasons of Westworld for sure I like that list especially Hopper (laughs) we're not talking about Stranger Things enough that's a freaking like awesome mix between horror and sci-fi and Jim Hopper, like the other day, I forget what store I was in, but remember in the third season of Stranger Things when Jim's all like happy that uh, Mike and Eleven are hanging out anymore and he's singing to like, don't mess around with Jim. That song was playing in the store I was in. I was like, oh, Hopper. (laughs) I will say I am interested to see how they market this next season. Um, Mm -hmm. The, God, I can't remember his name. Um... Anyway, one of the kids I was watching uh, had had like a movie with Idris Elba that's coming out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I that's was out. listening to him. Would you say, Joel? I said it's out. Oh, it's out. Yeah. It's out. Okay. Concrete Cowboy. Yes. Yeah. So I was watching a trailer, and I'm like, his voice is like pretty deep. deep. And I'm just like, it just it it constantly reminds me that they're not kids, and them being the adult <laughs> kids was one of the the biggest promotional uh features of the show so it's like now they're super older by the time it actually is going to come out so it's like i don't know i don't know if you remember but like 
you and I have been friends for quite a while. And I remember years ago us doing a podcast where you were like, they need to speed things up with Stranger Things because they're getting out of their like cute kid phase. 100%. And now and they're all like really tall and lanky yeah. and the guys, you know, their voices are dropping. And I'm like, I heard something like they're thinking about Stranger Things season five. And I'm like, they're going to be in college at that point. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be so clear. It, it's not that they're kids. It's the idea of what, how can these children go up against these big, bad adults? And it's like the right. older they get, the less that's the case. And it's more now, all right, how can these adults get past these other adults? And it's just like, <laughs> cancel it. <laughs> just end it. End it. We're done. Right. Um, so no, but putting the hopper there, uh, and I definitely would say his scenes with uh, Eleven in, in that last season were all top notch. They were all really, really, really good. Him, him learning to be a dad again and, and kind of, you know, fumbling it along the yep. way. Uh, I still I, think the best, I still think that one of the best scenes is in the first season when they finally find Will and he's trying to give him CPR and it keeps flashing to when his daughter was flatlining. Mm-hmm. And it was like the desperation in him to try to make sure that, you know, his friend doesn't have to go through what he went through. And I'm like, I love this fucking character. Yeah. He was the highlight of season three. A highlight I, of season three. And I'm always a fan of people using towns that no crime really happens. <laughs> you know, like you get people that still pumpkins, like not bank robbery. I, <laughs> we need that more. We need that because, you know, we always get... Oh, this alien invasion happened like 60 years ago and now it's happened again. Like, no, I like it where it's more so nothing ever happens here. So it kind of amplifies it when it does because no one's prepared for it <laughs> because it's like it doesn't happen. So I'm like, I like when the, when the, the setting is more so very small, very quiet. Now, what are we going to do that? There's now aliens and shit like I, I, I like that. I like that. Um, all right, Joel, you're going to end this out for this topic. What's your five? Oh baby. Um well I'm gonna start where I started, I think, last time. Well, uh, I told you I'd go back to some of these characters, but Robocop man, Robocop's my dude. Um not the most recent Robocop, no offense no, to you. But, but uh, uh, the original Robocop, that Robocop was the man. Um obviously the Terminator, uh T the whatever the fucking number his was, T something. Um T eight hundred. It was the T eight hundred. Right, T eight hundred. That's the only one I, I always remember T one thousand, but that's definitely not the same one. So that's why I was like, I forget which T it is. But yes, the T eight hundred. Riddick uh, mentioned that earlier. I really do love that character, and I enjoyed the, like I enjoy those movies. Um, I would say, uh, did I say Dread? Uh, I like not both. Yet. I know. I know. I don't know how many people how, how people feel about Sylvester Stallone's version of Judge Dredd, but I love that one too, as a kid. Um, but so I, I really I really dig both Dreads, but yeah, definitely the Carl Urban Dread was uh, next level. Um, and I would say, I think that's it. I don't really have much more. Um, that was it for me, yeah. Uh, maybe Caesar, like you were saying, because I love the Planet 8 movies, so I love Caesar in those movies. Uh, so I guess, and Godzilla, my man, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, of course, of course, of course, Godzilla. Uh, the, the freaking New York Yankees of monsters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, no, 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 but that's definitely, I, I, 
I would have been surprised if he didn't end up on your list because of how much you enjoy Godzilla. I do. Um, no, I like the list. And I will say, I don't think anything's wrong with Sylvester Stallone's dread. The only issue is his dread was good because it was the only dread. It's when the new dread came in that I was just like, Oh, maybe he wasn't as great. <laughs> like, now that we've seen another dread, it's like, oh, maybe this role could be done better. Like, in, in- I don't know. I, I like, well, you get it. It, it's, it. Dread was one of my, uh, if we were going to go five on the next topic also, mm. dread was one of my, my five. So I got, I, I liked that dread. It was campy. <laughs> it was commercially, it was cartoony. Yeah, it was. It was, what it was. Had a good score, though, too. I don't think he was bad at all. I'm just saying, I think the reason why a lot of people don't speak about his dread is that once Urban's dread was done, it was just, everything about it was just better. It was just better. The movie was better. It was more gritty. Um, Yeah, it was definitely different, for sure. So I don't think there was anything wrong with what uh, Sylvester Stallone brought, though. Um, All right, so let's move on to our last two topics. These ones are singular. Not five. Oh, great. I'm working on the just list. Singular. Um, yeah, no, Sorry. just singular. Just singular. You're good. Um, all right. Favorite non-popular sci-fi movie, and mine is Jumper. Fight me, y'all. <laughs> Love me some Jumper. I will not um, fight. It, it honestly I'm was. I like Jumper. You I know like what's it. crazy? I remember watching X-Men 2 and going, this is like the greatest. Like I, I wasn't that familiar with Nightcrawler. So I'm like, this is like the dopest shit ever. Like, you could just really? teleport wherever you want. Like, this is awesome. And then when Jumper came out to where it's like, a whole bunch of people could do it. I'm just like, oh, what? Like, this is, what? So I remember leaving that movie kind of going, yeah, can't wait for the sequel. And we're in 2021, what, 15 years later? Yeah. No Jumper sequel. Uh-huh. Um, but no, I really did like the concept of it. It. It does kind of have that teen kind of feel to it a little bit. Um, but the overall movie itself, I really, 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 truly enjoy. And yes, I am biased. Hayden Christensen. Sorry. I, I will never apologize for that. Love that man. Just apologize for that. Sorry. Would you say, Joel? So you just apologized. Sorry. And then you said, I'm not going to apologize. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think that then. There you go. Um, no, sorry. Thank you, Joel. Um, but yeah, Jumper makes that makes the list for me is my uh, my favorite non-popular sci-fi movie. And by non-popular, I mean you could probably find six people that could even remember Jumper. <laughs> uh, so it is clearly not one of those movies that was a huge, huge, huge fan favorite. Um, no. I love it and personally would like some of these streaming sites to get the rights to it so I can watch it often. Yeah. Stupid people. Uh, but anyway, JD, I'm going to go to you. What are you putting up there for your favorite? Twelve monkeys. Twelve monkeys. Wow. Wow. That, that... Wait, wasn't that a um a sci-fi series too? Oh it was. my man, it was? You're, so, you're such a good boy. You're such a good young man. You're such a nice young man. Because <laughs> I'm like, I know I heard this in more places than just. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry, JJ. Uh, no, I the the series takes in a totally different uh direction. But um, uh, watch the movie if you can. I really don't want to spoil it because it is just that fucking good. Um, God damn it. Bruce Willis and Brad Pitt bring stellar performances to that flick, man. Madeline Stowe. Everybody thinks Madeline Stowe is just a, a piece of stone. 
you know, but um, uh, she she does her thing in this flick also. Just watch 12 Monkeys, man. You know, and it's like, I don't want to say that the science fiction uh, um, backdrops or set pieces were abstract because they weren't. They were everyday pieces just used in different ways. And it just, 12 Monkeys, 12 Monkeys, 12 Monkeys. Please. It's a flick that holds up to this day. Make sure, uh, make sure you guys check out Twelve Monkeys. I haven't seen it in a while, so I'll make sure I check that out. I check that out yeah. again. Um, all right, Twelve Monkeys has made it. Jumper has made it. Pete, what you putting on here? You know, I got more than one. So, like, why the fuck do you even <laughs> say that? <laughs> Go I for tell it, you baby. what, I'll take my five. I'll narrow it down to three because it's the best I could do. <laughs> Supernova with uh-huh. Angela Bassett and James Spader yep. because I like pretty outer space stuff and that was pretty dope looking and i like james spader <laughs> angela bassett looked pretty damn good in that flick too not that for is, nothing it should have been storm she should have been storm probably could have been zarthura better known as space jumanji You're thank right you there. that was on my five you bastard yes so good right yes and i i've spent enough time in outer space i'm gonna bring it back down to earth and i'm gonna go further into the inner earth the core. Oh, I love this movie. Okay. Hillary okay. Swank, bro. We accidentally fucked up the core of the earth and made it stop spinning. So yeah. that's the, thanks to some crazy ass weapon we built. And now yes. they got to drill into this shit with Stanley Tucci, who is just fantastic in everything he does. I love Stanley Tucci. He's so good. <laughs> yes. And they got to take this like train looking ship into the core of the earth and it's just absolute cheese it's so with good. with more affordable samuel jackson mr what delroy lindo's name he's awesome delroy lindo <laughs> when you can't afford sam jackson you go for delroy lindo baby. he's awesome oh, movie with both of them together yes I, I really do that is hilarious i've never thought of it like that but it's like Okay. No, I I think you can make an argument for that for sure. Uh, It's just thinking of like someone going, no, Sam would be perfect. And it's like, can't afford him. But we can't afford him. I just picture JD storms in. Don't worry. Don't worry. I got it. (laughs) I know Delroy Lindo. His his spidey senses are tingling. Someone needs Samuel Jackson. Oh, man. Uh, The thing is, would be fucked up is if they both had the same agent. Listen, if you don't got Sam, you got double. You got the market cornered. You know Wait, what hold saying? on. What's hilarious about that is Tia. How often do we face that in interviews where we're like, man, I would really love to talk to Tom Hiddleston, and it's like, well, you can't have him. But how would you like this guy? No one's ever heard of before. And it's like, oh no. Really? Like, Who did they give you? Who did they give you? Well, no, no, no. No, it's, it was just like an example, I, but like, well, we well can I tell? It's like, oh, go ahead, Tia, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say I have been offered like several screeners to like movies that Joel Kinnaman is a part of, but they're like indie oh, films. So, so I'll like email the person. I'd be like, I'm so excited to read this. Is Joel Kinnaman available for an interview? And they'll be like. He's not, but would you like to interview his co-star? And it's like, 
no. No. <laughs> oh. No, no, no I like, always say yes. I'd love to. That'd be great. But let me know if Joel's uh, schedule opens up. <laughs> right. Like, it's the best way to build up goodwill to where it's like, all right, look, I didn't, e- I didn't interview everybody on your talent pool. Give me the person I want now. <laughs> Give me so like, Build up the brownie points, but it's the worst drop-off to where it's like, oh, man. Can I interview Al Pacino? No, but here's the guy that swept the floor in the scene that he. Like, all right, I guess I'll take it. <laughs> like, all right, um, but no, <laughs> no, but I, I, I love though. Um, I love Core. I, I love Core. Right? I, I will say I put Hillary Swank in the same in the same bubble as Natalie Portman. Those are two actresses that don't get enough love. And they've been a part of so many. Like I think people forget Heat, uh, the, uh, the Professional, V for Vendetta, uh, Black Swan, Star Wars. Whether you want to count it or not, now what she's going to be doing in in Thor: Love and Thunder. Natalie Portman's been in some big shit, and people just kind of just got a lot of geek cred, right? Right? Like, do I, I? I'm sorry, you're bringing that up, but I'm always talking about the guy from Star Wars. Uh, we knew him as Porkins, and I don't know his name, and I'm I'm ashamed that I don't know his name, but he has been in so many geek films. He was the guy who got the case from Indiana Jones and tucked the Ark of the Covenant away. Okay. He was Porkins, like I said, in Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. The only fat pilot. So, <laughs> you know, I, I got your back, hands down, baby, right? I'm part of your brethren. Um, he was Harvey Dent in the first Batman film with Michael Keaton and um, uh, he was in uh, I think he was in Logan's Run also so that guy's got a lot this you know not just Natalie, Natalie Portman there's so many like B actors and actresses that have so much geek cred that we don't give enough love to dude. I agree I agree we got it that's why it's up to us this yeah, show man. it's up to this show to remind people I just saw yeah. the professional for like the a millionth time yesterday and I'm like Natalie Portman is like amazing in this. And then like I saw like Heat and I was just like, oh my God, this was around the same age she was yes, in. Right. Could you picture that? Like you get a phone call and it's like, hey, can I get your daughter to do a movie with Al Pacino and Rob De- and Robert De Niro? It's, yes. Ma'am, I didn't even tell you to pay. I don't care. Yes. Put my mm-hmm. daughter in that. Like, um, See, but you, you, you crossed Natalie Portman with Hillary Swank. I wouldn't do that. I'd put Natalie Portman with... um. Uh, uh, the anti-Buffy. What's her name? Um, Anti-Buffy? Kristen Stewart? Oh. No, no, not Kristen Stewart. The uh, the <clears> one <throat> that she was in the in the cheerleading movie with, with uh, Spider-Man's girlfriend. What's her name? Kristen Dunst? Elijah Dushku. Elijah Dushku. Uh, oh, she was and in Dollhouse. She was really good in That's Dollhouse. right. That was a good show. And Alan Tida. Excuse me. Lamb Tudor, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. But yeah, but but I could see uh, Elijah Dishku and Natalie Portman going after those same roles, you know. And I think Natalie Portman won out though, because you really did it. Like you know, Natalie Portman has been. I mean, she's been in like Oscar-worthy performances. I believe she's right. been nominated. Elijah Dushku is great if it. What'd you say? I think she won for Black Swan. Right, Elijah Dushku is good if an actress she is. I think probably like roles that she may have tried out for they're like we're gonna go with natalie portman instead 
Right. So if you can't afford Natalie Portman, you get Elijah Dushku. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, it works like that sometimes. It works like right? that. Um, I'd be happy just to get work. Like you see all these uh, actors who, you know, maybe the only thing you know them as, oh, they play procedural cops on Law and Order for years. And I'm like, man, as long as I'm getting paid, like I love Mariska yeah. Hargitay, but her really only credits really is playing Olivia Benson for the past like 20 right. something years. Who cares? She is making bank. She's well okay. known. She's like has a steady paycheck. And I'm like, I, I don't need the whole, I don't want to be typecasted. Typecast me. As long as you're paying me, typecast me. We're seeing it with Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen's just like, nope, I'll be that same guy for every single movie. I right. don't mind. Right. <laughs> I don't mind. Apparently, Mark Wahlberg's been doing it for forever. But anyway, uh, Pete, <laughs> was, that, was that your your whole list? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, all right. I'm missing Tia and Joel. Okay. Tia. Yeah, I was gonna say, Jesus. I, I, relax. <laughs> I didn't forget you. I know I often do, but I did not. Um, all right, Tia. Does, who, who do you have for your... <laughs> I do be forgetting Tia. I'm sorry. Who are you putting up there on, on your list? Am I only one with no Tia? Sorry, Joel. Oh, I'm the only one with ovaries on this freaking podcast. How could you forget me? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness. Sorry. <laughs> okay. no, go ahead, okay. your, uh, your non-popular sci-fi movie. Um, I not only do I think this is an unpopular, I think like barely anyone's heard of it. Um, but I'm gonna put down 2010's Monsters. It was directed by Gareth yes, Edwards. Yes, Yes. Um, and I believe it was his directorial debut, if I'm it not was. mistaken. Um, it stars our man Joan Scoop McNary. And it's super like low key. It is technically a monster film, even though you really don't see the monsters till the end of the movie. But I like the whole Cloverfield thing. I like that yes. they held that from us. It was more so talking about them, being scared about them and how it's kind of disrupted uh, the way of life. And you see this whole movie going by until finally the end when you see him. And I didn't think they looked that bad for a 2010 indie film. And I really enjoyed it. I watched the movie just because uh, Joan knows this. If I get into an actor, I'm like, now I must see everything in their filmography. I don't care if it's shit or not. So me discovering Scoot McNary, seeing this movie, and I'm like, not expecting really to like it. But overall, I liked it a lot. Um, I think it had a great story. It put me on to Gareth Edwards as a director. Um, so yeah, that's going to be my uh, my like non-popular sci-fi movie. I like it. I mm -hmm. like it. Joelle, what are you going with to end this out? I got two good ones. Uh, I can't imagine anybody except me has liked these movies, but uh, whatever. <laughs> um, honestly, I liked... Chappie. I know a lot of people did not like Chappie, but I, I like. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I just I, I don't know. Kind of like a it was a, it kind of reminded me of like a modern day Johnny Five type of thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I I didn't hate it, so I know a lot of people give it uh, give it some shit. Uh, and the other one was um, After Earth. I actually watched it one time on a plane, and I'm like, that's not as bad as people said it was, uh, and I, I enjoyed that. Will Smith and his son, right? Yeah, that was that. It yeah. wasn't terrible. Like I, I wouldn't put it as like a favorite of mine. You know, I'll never probably watch it again. 
But right. I watched it and I was like, I have seen so many sci-fi movies kind of like this. I'm like, so to say it's like worse than a lot of like, say, other sci-fi movies. I'm like, I don't know. You just maybe really dislike Will Smith and his son or something. <laughs> oh, after I watched it, I'm like, they just hate it because of, you know, Will and his kid. But I, I'm like, it wasn't that bad. Jesus. <laughs> Well, I, I will definitely say I did not enjoy After Earth. I do enjoy Will Smith. Um, I, I do think Jaden's in the preferred profession that he should be in, which is music. Um, <laughs> it, it did confuse. I was just like, whoa, 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 is this the same kid that Will was holding the door closed with? Like, this, this kid? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, no. Don't act anymore. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I, I think the biggest problem I had with After Earth was um, I kind of feel like the trailer tricked me. I kind of feel like the trailer was just like, get ready for Will Smith. Yeah. And, it was, <laughs> and then it was just like, all right, right. Get ready for just Will Smith's son. And it was like, I no. will say that that was the biggest like negative really that I took away because the visuals were fine. The story was pretty good. It's like the biggest thing was like, oh, you expected to see Will Smith out there more. And he was out of commission like the entire movie. Yeah. Nobody mentioned Zoe Kravitz. I don't even know. I, I forgot. She was in it. She played, yeah, she played the sister that died that oh. Will Smith blamed him for. Wow. She was really great in Big Little Lies. <laughs> oh shoot. We I forgot to mention I forgot to put this on my list earlier. Um, which by the way, Joel, Chappie does make it in um top hundred uh sci-fi movies. Really? Uh, yeah. No, a lot of people hated well, that movie. But yeah, I like there. Nobody uh, mentioned Cloud Atlas. No, no, I don't know that one. Watch Cloud Atlas. No, I know Cloud Atlas. Yeah, I know Cloud Atlas. Nobody, the Wachowski's um, last uh, sci-fi flick. But the movie I forgot to mention on my list, and then we're going to get into our last topic, was, um, which is, I'd say, probably my favorite over Jumper. I, I might even want to switch and take Jumper out. Uh, Tron Legacy. Fucking loved Tron Legacy. Um, everything about it. So much so, I watched the fucking animated series that came out after that. <laughs> um, it was not good, but... but <laughs> did you watch Tron? <laughs> Yes, I did watch Tron. Yeah, okay. I think Tron. Uh, JD was about, that, about to throw hands if you said like yeah, that. No, 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 because <laughs> I enjoyed it so much when I found out there was another one that existed. I was like, let me watch this one. I was like, I like it. I mean, I still prefer yeah. Tron Legacy, but I, I really did enjoy the uh, the original Tron. Um, they need to make more of the Trons. I mean, come on, just what you can do with visual effects today. That is the one movie that would just eat up all of it. Um, but all right, heading into our last topic, uh, and Joel, actually, Ready Player One made it pretty high, too. Well, that one I knew. It was I know people liked it. I don't know how many people liked it, but that was, that's awesome. <laughs> that was and another one that people give a lot of, a lot of flack to, but it's not the worst thing ever. The Day the Earth Stood Still. That's the Tom Cruise one, right? No, that's Keanu Reeves. No, the Keanu. Uh, uh, yeah, that wasn't bad. I remember I'm seeing just it saying it wasn't younger. the worst thing ever. I'm not saying give it awards, but it wasn't the worst thing ever. <laughs> Um, all right, in our night, we're gonna go favorite sci fi director, Pete. Singular favorite sci fi director. <laughs> I, it was a struggle to get even one because I'm not like a director's kind of guy, I'll follow <laughs> actors, but same. So, I had a look for this one, and uh, I have a feeling me and Joel might end up with the same guy. Uh, Paul Verhoeven <laughs> is Verhoeven, I'm yeah. gonna give it to him nice. for Robocop, Total Recall, Starship Troopers. For God's oh sakes. Starship Trooper. And I I forgot about that one. 
together. But yeah, I'll, I'll give it to him because I'm just not a. I mean, I like John Carpenter. You know, he's dope. And I was reading a really great comic series like sci-fi horror called uh, John Carpenter Presents, and it's like tales of science fiction. But he didn't write this shit. He's just like, you know, they put his name on it to sell the books. Right. And it's got like a bunch of dope writers. But if anybody's looking for like a few short story horror sci-fi stuff, like along the lines of Event Horizon, you could nice. a lot worse than just t- check out that series. To get I, into a I bunch love, of different I, stuff. I love how um, uh, Paul Verhoeven's uh, trait is going over the top with fascist propaganda. Mm-hmm. It just that's you know that's his sign you know what I mean might I also yeah. add that he directed Showgirls which when I was 13 was a fantastically oh. amazing movie yes, it was. <laughs> I wonder why I was a big fan of Saved by the Bell and Elizabeth Berkeley was my favorite gal everybody's okay. a Kelly Kapowski fan I liked Jesse yeah I was a I Kelly tell you what. I tell you what and Joel and Tia can speak to this I am I- never a fan of a lot of what happened in that movie yeah. But if there were ever an exception to the rule, it would be that movie. Walteron <laughs> um, always says he's like, I don't like. He's like, I don't like uh, sex scenes in movies or TV shows. It, I don't like it all. I hate when they do that. And yet now he's like, oh, but Showgirls though. <laughs> yeah, because again, I saw that it was on Showtime. And it was back when um, you had to put in a passcode to watch stuff with MA on uh, on cable. Really? Yeah, a hundred percent. My parents didn't give a fuck about me. I tell you what, trying to crack the passcode is why I thought I, I could easily crack safes. <laughs> like, it was the idea of like, all right, if I can figure out these combinations, I could do it anywhere. Um, but no, yes, that was oof, oof. that pool scene. Yeah, I know exactly which one you meant. Oh, yeah. Yep. A lot of splashy, splashy. <laughs> anyway, um, anyone who's listening that's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Just don't watch it with your family. Don't be like, oh, they, these guys oh, are talking no, about no. a family movie. No, 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 no. I'd say don't even necessarily watch it with your significant other. <laughs> like, uh-huh. it, it might it might make things uncomfortable. But anyway, um, I like that. I like that, Pete. I'm going with, and again, I'm kind of like you not really big into directors when it comes to sci-fi i'm into directors for other things um but i'm going ridley scott purely off god of damn you oh you got ridley scott jd no yeah go for it go for it go okay for it. all right so we're gonna give different reasonings i'm sure yeah. so my reason i'm going with ridley scott was i always appreciate people <laughs> who are taking a project that already exists that is all-time famous right he very easily could have marketed Prometheus off of the back of Alien to where you're marketing it so people know it, so they're coming out to see it. He made Prometheus to where you had no idea what the hell that movie was about. So the end credit scene where you actually see the alien. I love that because it was really a way of saying, I can make it off my own stuff. I don't have to market it off of something that already existed. And then he totally fell into that with Covenant, where it was purely off the back of Alien. Um, but I always uh, commend him for what he did with um, with with Prometheus and his show. Was it uh, something with wolves or whatever that show is? Oh, Raised by Wolves. Raised by, Raised wolves. by Wolves. Yeah, that was crazy. What an amazing was... show! What an Hard. amazing show! 
Um, so yeah, uh, Ridley Scott makes it for me. I just, I was really proud of what he did with Prometheus. Still love that movie. Um, but I'm sorry, JD. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You know what? I'll give it to you with that. And I will uh, go a different way, a different style of sci fi. Mm-hmm. And I will go with George Miller. George Miller. Nice. Okay, and his Mad Max series was um, Mad Max. (laughs) But what a lot of people don't know is um, George Miller produced a lot of other films Mm -hmm. besides sci-fi. He produced films uh, like Happy Feet and Babe and Dead Calm and stuff like that. Um, So, yeah, but, but his directorial stuff was that. And, you know, he had a shot at the Justice League. And there's a cast photo of his Justice League where Common was John Stewart. Um, I'm sorry, Army Hammer was Batman. Um, <laughs> the kid from the OC that uh, that Brad Pitt and Angelina went after in Mr. Mrs. Jones. I forgot yeah. what his name was. Um, he was the Flash. Um, a George Miller alum, uh, Hugh, Hugh Kingsburn, uh, who was Toe Cutter. In the very first Mad Max film, and he was humongous, Lord Humongous, in the last uh, Mad Max film. He was going to be Martian Manhunter. Um, was I believe it was Henry Cavill that was going to be Superman? It was uh, some Spanish dude. Uh, oh, that's right. It was the dude that was one of the five Shazams. Yes. Um, that he was in the G.I. Joe flick. I and, forgot his name. Oh, my uh, God. Fuck, J something? I forget. He's, yeah, he's got two initial. Yeah, two initial, uh, oh, J uh, J D yeah. Card- Corona Cardona or Corona. <laughs> yeah, something Did you say like that. Corona. <laughs> no, no, yeah, Cardona. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So D- he's gonna be Superman. DJ oh, DJ Cardona, right? There we go. Cartrona. Yes. Yes. Cotrona. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. God. Um. So yeah, man. So I would have loved to have seen his <clears throat> Justice League. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that. To me, like. And I'm not a big fan of you created something and now we're giving you a chance to do an extended version or a fleshed out version. Whatever you gave is what you gave. And, and that's back to school. You turn in your homework, that's it. Teacher doesn't go. Except, except for apparently when it comes to Zack Snyder. Cause, no, yeah. remember, remember I, wasn't, I wasn't a fan of that until I, I found out it was actually real. It was just like, oh, oh okay, all right. I didn't think it was. Um, but to me, it's the idea of that's something that's a cut we need to get trending, like the George Miller cut. Give us the George, yeah, Miller. but it wouldn't really it. happen because they can't get Army Hammer back. Well, no, you can always recast that, you can always recast that. I'm sure that I'm sure he would find something uh, that, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I, he I totally like the, killed his career. Oh, for sure, 100. You know what's crazy about George Miller, uh, JD, his newer, um. God, what's the what's the movie? Mad Max, made like the the, the high sci-fi list. His originals were really nowhere to be found on the all-time list for sci-fi. See, that's hard because they were solid flicks. Right. The very first one was ahead of its time, but it fit into that same grittiness as Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, it just had that same you know um uh, cinematography style. It was the 70s and almost everything that came out in the 70s was fucking creepy. And then you got um, the Rogue Warrior, which influenced G.I. Joe. I mean, 
you know, we wouldn't have dreadnoughts the way we have dreadnoughts if it wasn't for that. So um, come on. And, and then, um, God damn, Tina Turner as a bad guy in Beyond Thunderdome. I don't no. care. She killed it. I loved it. One of my favorites and one of the best lines ever in cinema. Two men enter, one man lays. I mean, you know, I mean, just for that line alone, it should be in the top 100. For sure. For sure. Um, T, I'm going to go to you, but really quickly, I want to give a, a shout out to Luke Besson. Um, yes. I and maybe one other person loves Valerian in a city. That's, of what, I'm, that's what I was right. Yeah. I don't remember the full yeah. title. I loved it so, 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 like so it. much. Um, I, re- I, I so regret that I didn't see it in theaters. It's one of my top five regrets when it comes to movies I didn't see in theaters. Uh, it's really good. He does, he does light up a world. He really does. I don't know mm-hmm. what he did with the movie Anna, but Valerian, he tore that shit up. That was, <laughs> that was good. And I am a Dane DeHaan fan, so it's like, you know. Yeah, I don't like Dane DeHaan. You don't like Dane DeHaan? Really? Yeah, I don't like him. I like him. Have I'm you crazy. you guys didn't see The Stranger on uh, Quibi? Which I know, like Quibi was like a dead app, but he was in this. Um, he was in this show called The Stranger, and he was so fucking good in it. He was so creepy. I, mean, I was like, why is this good? Our show, our show on Amazon. Right. Right. That oh yeah, yeah. Out, right? Zero zero zero. Right. Is what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. No, he was good at it, but I'm just saying, like in the stranger, he played like this like psychotic, you know, like stalker killer. And it was like, oh, he needs to be cast more for these like horror roles. He was yeah. really good I, in it. I refuse to let uh Amazing Spider-Man 2 be David. Yeah, that ruined it for me, dude. Yeah, and I will just... not allow that to be that man's legacy. He is greater <laughs> than his worst day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but JD, I am glad me and you are on the same accord. Luke Besson for Valerian. That was a really oh yeah, cool. oh yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Tia, uh, what do you got for a sci-fi director? Um, I really struggled with this one because, like Pete, I don't really like look at directors, especially when it comes to sci-fi movies. That's like you know, it was so hard. So I kind of like copped out a little, and you're gonna hate my pick. I don't care. Um, so I was just going to put Christopher Nolan down. I love Memento. I loved Inception. I loved uh, Tenet. It's like, and you could say that, um, you know, I I know it's like not a lot, but again, it's like he is the director that for like sci-fi movies, I've seen say like the most consistent because I am not just familiar with like others. So it's like, I looked up directors and it was like Steven Spielberg. I'm like, that's so like, just a, like that's a real cop out and cliche to be like Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, you know. So it's like, all right, I went with Christopher Nolan, which I know you're gonna hate it, but you know, no, that, I, that's I, like my throwaway. <laughs> I love, I love to pick a Christopher Nolan. I still uh, am of the firm belief that Memento is hands down his best movie. I Memento disagree. was great. I disagree. I, I liked it a lot. I did like it. Uh, it was genius for the time. But I feel the prestige was his oh, best. Oh yes, okay, yeah. okay. I won't. I won't argue that. I, I, to me, it's a one A one B. I could take either or. I'm fine with that. To me, it's the only Batman versus why... Wolverine fighting over Black Widow. I mean, come on now, come on. I mean, you couldn't argue over a better, <laughs> a better person, right? But I will say the only reason why Inception doesn't doesn't rank high for me is the yeah. idea of when it comes to movies like that. To me, the story is what has to drive you, not the not the uh, 
not the the visuals and, and whatnot. Your story at the end of the day has to be what drives me, and that's what Memento was driven on was purely story. That's what Prestige right. to a degree was uh, purely story. When you bring in the other elements, it's like, all right, what are people more flocking to? How beautiful and twisted it looks, or the actual heart of your well, story? Well, within, so I'll agree with you. Like Memento is my favorite. I, I just love it. And I think, honestly, that's probably my favorite Guy Pierce movie. Um, okay. I'll stick like with that. that. But, Ooh, okay. but yeah. what you it, like with Inception, I did like the story and I especially like the ending because to this day, I still don't know if he's in reality or if he's still in the dream. So it's like the fact that like I'm mm. still like confused and thinking about it on like that to me. It's like, yes, the visuals were cool but i did very much like the story in that go ahead and See, tom I, hardy was in it so you know go ahead jd Sorry, i want to follow up with that no because i want to i want to uh go back to you juan with something we spoke about the other day inception didn't work for me because we got the answer a few films before it was shutter island right exactly yeah. exactly mm -hmm. exactly but no i mean and, and joe i'm gonna go to you to, to close this out on the show but I always told my, because my dad always says to me all the time, he doesn't understand why superhero movies or movies like sci-fi or whatever don't get Oscar nods. And I told him, for me, my reasoning, this is not the actual reasoning, just my opinion. To me, when you give me a sci-fi or a superhero movie, to me, that's what makes it, is the, is the visuals, is, is, is the stuff like that. That, to me, is a cheat code. I can't knock a movie that is just story driven and achieves the goal. When you come in and you're like, here's flashing lights and here's an alien and here's magical swords. And it's like, well, that's what's selling your movie, not the story. So to me, when it comes to Oscars, I look for it to be very much, what did a story do to carry the movie that, uh, that fans love? So to me, I kind of just see uh sci not necessarily sci but like, superhero movies is a bit of a cheat code um and that's where my differ of inception and memento come from because it's like well was it the illusion of inception that drew you uh or was it the actual story because memento was just driven by by just a story there was no other kind of elements to it so that's kind of that's kind of where i went there with it but i i understand inception's a great movie i'll never knock it for for it being that but of nolan's I always shoot for either prestige or um, uh, memento. memento. And I just said the other memento. day, JD. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty um, Really, really, really good. Because it definitely, talk about leaving you with your jaw on the ground. It's just when you see the end of that, you're just like. 100%. You're just like, how did he do the yeah. two movies in a row? And then that's why by the time you get to Inception, you're kind of just like, yeah, this is just the trend now. Mm -hmm. But like when you see memento and then um prestige you're just like how does a mind think like that like i would have never revert and memento that. doesn't get talked about enough like at all guy pierce people not enough guy pierce definitely doesn't get talked about enough and i'm like you know i get it yeah he was in iron man 3 and people don't like iron man 3 i'm just like but freaking <laughs> he's been in a lot more things other than that he was in the king's speech memento freaking um I can't think off the top of my head, but like uh, he was in Lawless. Did you ever see Lawless? Yep. He was like one of the creepiest villains in a movie I've ever seen. Like, I'm sorry. To he me, had, certain. No, I just, Go ahead, he had a transformation that I've not seen 
since Chris Pine in um, Smoking Aces. No one ever remembers that Chris Pine was in Smoking Aces. Of course I do. Nothing like Chris Pine. That was the first flick that Chris Pine, I think I saw him in. Yeah. Was Smoking Aces. By the way, that movie's budget had to be stupid high. Everybody that was hot at that time was in that movie. Everybody. (laughs) Everybody. Um, and it's just like, <laughs> how you talk Ben Affleck into what happens to him in that movie? I know. Like, <laughs> like I didn't that, read that script and go, okay. <laughs> Jason Bateman had a lesser role too. Yeah, he did. And, and I, I will always say, and again, I'm leaving out spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it, but the way Ryan Reynolds ends that movie is always, is always yep. beautiful to me. The, yep. the way that movie hits hard as he's doing it. Oh, yep. Filmmaking, love it. All right, Joel, to end this out, what director are you going with? Well, all right, good show. No, I'm joking. Go ahead. <laughs> Definitely not really Scott. I was I was gonna go Steven Spielberg, but I got shitted on before I even got to it. <laughs> no, um, you like, he was just like you're lazy if you say Steven Spielberg. Um, like, no, I was saying oh. like me, like I felt like so, I would be lazy because like. You know, I don't know directors that much, so it'd be just be a cop that's, out. That's, like, a, I'm that's sorry. an easy one. That's an easy one for sure. But yeah, so I went a different direction after I was shunned. Uh, and <laughs> uh, um, and that man um is Beast. Uh, the is a modern day science fiction giant. Uh, is doing Dune right now. Yep. Um, that movie looks fucking yep. insane. I can't wait to see that thing. Um. And he's just and like he did the most recent Blade Runner. He did Sicario. I think the Prisoners. I think Sicario was yep. so great. All those Prisoners. Movies. Oh my god, so good. Yeah. yeah no, so, I, then he's my guy. I love that pick. And what you just said about Dune. If you watch the original Dune, right, it's somewhat of a snooze fest. What Hell he yeah. looks like, he's able to do with with his version of Dune, to where it's like it's way more action driven. Um, then just like, all right, we're in the desert trying to do some stuff. Like, his looks like it's it'll engage you. And it well, he got really he got so. Jason Momoa, that's like yeah. all I needed yeah, to hear. The wrong name, he got Timothy a lot actors. I'm sorry, the, no, stop with yeah. that right. man. Oscar Isaac, he got Oscar Isaac, he got yeah. Zendaya. And have you he seen Oscar Isaac training? Yes. 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 What? That looks dope. I cannot wait for that. I'm just Ooh, saying yeah. Timothy Chalamet is overrated. Okay, <gasps> not going to go into that. But I tell you right now, when they release the photos of Oscar Isaac in that Moon Knight suit, I might literally yeah. scoop myself. Like, <laughs> right where I'm at. Are we going to get the three-piece suit or are we going to get the Batman knockoff? Can, can I say this, JD? Uh-huh. Joel, I want to see both. I want to see both. That three-piece suit is an iconic look. Even if yeah. it's just for one episode, I don't mind. Yeah. I want to see both. I definitely okay. want to see both. Uh, especially, okay. I told Joel, the aesthetic of Moon Knight in all white and then seeing the red blood stains in that all white, yeah. oh, that's going to visually pop. I need that. Yeah. I so need that. Um, but all right, guys, that's what we got for this first half of our uh, sci-fi show. Uh, we'll be doing sci-fi fantasy at some point. Maybe not next week. I don't know. I'm really playing along with Pete's, uh, Pete's uh, conspiracy theories. Um, <laughs> it's all I've been thinking about since he said it. I've just Wait, but what kind of like conspiracy? 
government conspiracy, movie Wait, conspiracy. Of, where do you want to go, Tia? We can go anywhere. We can go <laughs> government. We can go get, aliens. <laughs> I want to get so deep into conspiracy theories. We get removed from YouTube. I was gonna call. say, like, are the I FBI gonna show up at our freaking doorstep? Type <laughs> wow. of conspiracy theory. Not for nothing. Do you remember when YouTube went down worldwide for like I don't know whatever it was, 15, 20 minutes or yeah. something like that, mm-hmm. and everybody freaked out? Mm-hmm. First thing I did was start going looking at some of my usual haunts, and <laughs> at least four of them were gone, gone out of the yeah. blue, just yep. gone. Yep, 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 yep. Some of them wound up on Gaia, which is a great website if anybody wants to check out. Um, I thought you said Goya. I was going to say, they make good stuff. That's a rabbit hole, but... Uh, Pete, you should watch. There's these two YouTubers. One of them's called Nexpo, and the other is Nick Crowley. And they do, like, all sort of, like, deep web, conspiracy, Reddit, like, things. Like, and I was never... Nick Crowley sounds familiar. Yeah, he's like growing his channel. He's about like five hundred thousand or something. And like, I, God, one day I just started watching. And I was like, "What's going on? I need to know the answers here." So, like, check those two YouTubers yeah, out. It's crazy. Theories, whenever you go into them, it's it's never like, "Oh, I just watched one video and then I went to sleep." It's like, dude, I'm nine videos in and my eyes are like so heavy. Um, but no, I, I love it. We'll get into that. But the the show I'm most excited for is the one where we get into the show Invincible. Um, yeah. I cannot wait to do that. This last episode was yeah. Bees Knees. Woof was an episode. Thank you, Marshall um, Ali. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. And shout out to my boy, um, Jeffrey Donovan, who was uh, Machine Man. He was the voice for Machine Man. Oh, okay. Jeffrey yep. Donovan. What did he do? I, I, was I, it Burn I Notice? The show Burn Notice? That was okay. like, that was a, good a, show. It was like a modern A-team, honestly. Okay. What it ended up being. Um, but yeah, so make sure you guys check out the latest episode. We should do... Um, we should definitely do uh, most uh, overrated actors uh, oh episode. <laughs> I won't be here for that one. No, thank you. I know where Tia is going. No, thank you. Um, why? Why are you bringing up? Well, I'm not going to mention. I'm not going to mention uh, um, uh, the two Australian actors who were groomed to take over. Jai uh, Courtney. Yep. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Oh, I hated Jai Courtney and Sam Worthington. Oh. If I could fight two people in this world, I would fight both of them. Anthony Mackie is slowly climbing that list for me. I'm like, oh, you did in that Sam Worthington conversation. Oh, I don't know because yes, Ultra Carbon Two, he killed the series for me. Yeah. But, uh... yeah. Well, Juwan and I did. Can I tell you this? Juwan and I were big fans of Alter Carbon Season One. So when mm-hmm. Alter Carbon Season Two came out, we're like, all right, we're gonna watch it. You know, we'll do a review. I swear, if you go back and listen to that review, I don't think we had like one nice thing to say. Well, uh, see, and we we end. like. <laughs> he said that it ended. Yeah. That was best <laughs> yeah. It was just like. The whole time was like, I miss Joel Kinnaman. I miss Joel yeah. Kinnaman too. <laughs> the whole time of watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'm just like, only two left. Only two left. Only Don't two left. Only two left. Don't blow it. Um, yeah, absolutely. But thank you guys for tuning into this all new episode of Figure It Out. Um, we did not do what we usually do. We didn't have any sci-fi figures, so we, we'll make sure that we make up for it when we do our fantasy episode. 
Um, but I did show off a little bit of Fantastic Four, and that is sci-fi. So we got a little bit in there. Yeah, he's uh, a big room. Um, and by the way, Joel, I am coming over for those Transformers. Don't think I forgot. I did not. Uh, <laughs> get my McDonald's figures ready, Joel. Um, but all right, guys. What's the oh, Steven Steven Teddy. Teddy. <laughs> That's funny. See, look at that. We got That's some so cute. We got some figures in. We got some figures in. That's but thank funny. you guys very much. Please check out all new uh from Pete's basement. We broke down Godzilla vs. King Kong. Um, and literally everything else in the geek realm of <laughs> stuff to talk yeah. about. Um, make sure you guys check that out. Uh, Tia has at least a million interviews <laughs> on the podcast page. Legit a million. There's, I oh think I think America's running out of people for Tia. <laughs> I still uh, haven't gotten Joel Kinnaman yet. <laughs> the one day that happens. That, you know what? We got to make sure Tia never gets that. We saw what happens when you get all the Infinity Stones. We can't. <laughs> so so can I tell you really quick? I'm sorry to like prolong us anymore, but it's like Joel Kinnaman, John Bernthal, Pablo Schreiber, Chris Evans, and I'm trying to think who and Scoot McNary. Once I get those five, be like, well, it's been a really great run at GBN. I got out of it what I needed to. I got out of it while I was on That's top. Funny. I did everything I needed to. But I'm just picturing when she does that, like her eyes will glow. Like she'll start like <laughs> spouting some crazy language you've never heard of before. Um, but no, uh, make sure you guys check that out. Me and Joelle did um, much to do about nothing yesterday. Make sure you check that out. And make sure you guys are checking out JD's comics. Pete sold you on it last week, okay? When we did our episode, go check it out. Unstoppable Comics, right, JD? Unstoppablecomics.com. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Checking it out. Absolutely. And I will tell you right now, outside of Hasbro, JD's got the best figures in the game. So you mean, you mean, checking that out. You mean this coming soon since we're going to be hitting our our 13th year anniversary? Um, I got to update you. We finalized all our images from the sculptor make sure you guys make sure you guys are staying tuned for that i always said this i always said if toy soldiers were to happen my house jd's house and pete's house would be like the worst places to live if our toys (laughs) came to life and we're just like you know what i'm sick of this shit (laughs) oh yeah they'd be like i've seen the shit you do my man (laughs) i mean look all I see is like Pete is just like surrounded by them. He's, he'd be doomed. Look at you. <laughs> are you serious? My goodness. I, the weapons are not but four feet that way. It just takes one little jump. <laughs> um, no, I, I got say, this. <laughs> I will say if my toys came alive, I would have to put tape over their mouths. They don't need to be saying shit. Anyway, make sure you guys stay tuned for an all new episode next week and figure it out. Thank you all for joining me. Uh, Tia joining us once again. Thank you to Joel, JD, and Pete. And we'll see you guys same time, same place next week. So then, peace. Peace. Bye, guys. Hello, everybody. Bye.